Hello. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Wolf Down Live, episode 200, the second annual great Halloween spooktacular, and like I said, our 200th episode. Uh, pencil, Will. That's a line from the movie John Wick that John yes. Wick says in the movie, right? Correct? No, John yes. Wick does not. No, John yeah, Wick says yeah, yes, it. A pencil. Exactly. A pencil. That's, that's, yes. that's John Wick's catchphrase. How you doing, guys? How's, yeah, how's it going? John Wick here. Just want to say happy holidays and uh, happy, uh, yes. happy, happy, uh, happy, happy, happy candy. Happy, fest you know? happy festive ho Halloween here. And I am, of course, Nightwing as directed by Todd Phillips. Todd Phillips. The director of Joker. Get it? Because I'm I'm not wearing a costume. I'm wearing a hoodie and jeans. Because oh, that's realistic. It's like, I don't, uh, wear, I don't okay. wear a stupid mask because masks are for children. I just smear black face paint on my face because that's cool and edgy. And I probably have a mental disorder, but that's okay. <laughs> anyway, so it makes you, me real. How you guys doing? I'm good. How are you? Uh, hey, thanks to the Bear three three nine, Sam Sindelar, Aiden Menu Combs. Arnaud, Seven, Rusty Shackleford, and Anne Leslie for being members here on YouTube. Also, Vilthor, Brandon, and Cesar, Cesar Dimitrio for being Twitch subs. That sounds right. Yeah, okay. <laughs> all right. Hi, guys. Thank you all for being here. Thanks for being here on this lovely Halloween. Well, it's the eve of Halloween. Halloween's but Eve. We're celebrating Listen, it anyway. Day, all right. Listen, man, I went through a lot today. Yeah. Got all cut up. You did. Never, you did. never play with. Where are all of our weapons? That's a good question. We have so many weapons. We do. They're probably all, all are all in the crawl space. Yeah. I, I couldn't find. Yeah. It. Oh, this is all I got is a sword. Yes. Which I don't think John Wick. You. I looked it up. I think he uses a uh, the the seppuku sword in the third one on the motorcycles oh uses an actual yeah. baton okay yeah anyway yes we got a lot of things to talk about we do but... first i need to put on my glasses because i can't see anything oh, i thought you were gonna just open with that with the glasses no i i wanted to shock everybody and then put my glasses on. i'm so shocked it messes up the makeup <laughs> right and you know i got i got a whole thing you going here ridiculous right i know <laughs> i don't care you're supposed to say, but first we gotta talk about the Xbox Live and PlayStation Plus games with gold. Will you say that? And then I say yes at the because if you're and I forget what I'm saying already, because that's my mental disorder. I'm Todd Phillips <laughs> Nightwing. <laughs> of course, ladies and gentlemen, it is tradition here on Wolf Den Live where the music plays, sure. and at the beginning of every month, we like to remind you all of all the free games that are coming to PlayStation Plus and Xbox Live games with gold. And for the first time in a long time, both of them dropped on the same day. Wow, it's about so time. So we can tell you all of them at once instead of having to stagger it a week like a bunch of dopes. It's about damn time. Yes. So, so what do we got here? We got PlayStation first. We got some interesting ones here. And by some interesting ones, I really mean just mean on PlayStation. Why is this not the PlayStation blog? Why is this a I I put polygon. these up at work. And uh, at work, I can't get access to PlayStation.com or MajorNelson.com, but I have access to Polygon. That's weird. Yeah. All right. So on PlayStation, what do we got, Will? On PlayStation Plus, uh, starting uh, November 5th, which is the first Tuesday of the month, you get Neo and Outlast 2. I feel like this isn't the first time we're seeing Outlast on here. We've definitely seen Outlast 1. That was like the one of the first PlayStation yeah. Plus games. I don't know about Outlast 2, but we've definitely seen Outlast 1. I feel like we had to have seen Outlast 2. Well, I can actually look that up. Uh, okay. Yeah. Is that it? That's it. Well, remember, 
uh, Sony only gives you two games. Uh, well, Neo, a lot of people really like Neo. Yeah, a lot of people. That's like a, a Souls-type game from uh, Team Ninja. Apparently, that game is based on an unused concept for an Akira Kurosawa movie. Oh, yeah. very nice. And Outlast, you know, a big spooky, scary game. Yeah. A lot. Of, I think there's. I think there's still a lot of uh, full frontal male nudity in it. There probably is. It's one of those games. Yeah, I mean, it's one of the rare games where you see a dong. Well, there's nothing scarier than a man's than dong. a dude's dick. Yeah, am I right, guys? How's he doing? Bob Wolf here for the Wolf. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and I guess over on Xbox we got another Polygon article. What the hell's wrong with you? Yeah, uh, yeah same same thing, Bob. Pay, pay attention. <laughs> we got uh, Jedi. Right. Starfighter. So, all right. So here's the here's the thing. So, the entire month of November, you get uh, Sherlock Holmes, the Devil's Daughter. Okay. Um, and from November 16th to December 15th, you get the Final Station. Both of those games are Xbox One. I have the Final Station. Games. Never played it. Really? Yeah. Um, Sitting on my Switch. The Sherlock Holmes games. Like, I'm surprised how popular those are. People like Sherlock Holmes, the the guy, you know? Yeah. But I know because there was one game that was free for Games to Go. I think it was like Crime and Punishment. And that was like a very popular game that they made free. Mm-hmm. Um, and now The Devil's Daughter. Although I don't think they're part of the same series because I don't think they're made by the same developers. Okay. So, uh, but then... There, what, there is one Sherlock Holmes developer and something... Ha- they were in the news... A little bit ago because they uh like lost the license or something how do you look he's a public domain character is he yeah well, you keep talking i'm gonna look this up all right uh f- well and then on the xbox 360 which are playable on xbox one through backwards compatibility uh star wars jedi starfighter which is actually an original xbox game uh that is available from november 1st to the 15th and then turbo uh sorry joyride turbo which is an actual 360 game will be available from the 16th to the 30th. Do we remember if that Starfighter game was any good? Uh, I think it was. It came out in the era of good Star Wars games, but I don't remember that one being any good. Well, because... That was after Rogue, the Rogue Squadron games. It was, it was weird. So when the PlayStation 2 launched, it launched with Starfighter, where you played in a Naboo Starfighter. It was like their answer to Rogue Squadron. Right. Then when uh, the original Xbox launched, they had... Jedi Starfighter for PS2 and, and original Xbox, um, where it was basically the same game, but you were in a Jedi Starfighter and you had Jedi powers. It was kind of like the non-Nintendo version of Rogue Squadron. Mm-hmm. But I don't think they were... Because it wasn't made by Factor 5, so they didn't have the same like feel as Rogue Squadron. Okay, so I, f- I figured this out, Will. Okay. There is one developer that does the Sherlock Holmes games. It, they, yeah. are, they are called... Uh, Frogwares, and they did make the Devil's Daughter, the one that you're you're getting here. Okay, uh, which is interesting because back in September, September 27th, Polygon wrote that Sherlock Holmes developer says its publisher is pulling its games from stores against the studio's wishes. Interesting. Uh, Frogwares released a statement on Twitter on Thursday morning claiming that publisher Focus Home Interactive refused to transfer the Sherlock Holmes IP and title IDs back to Frogwares uh, following their agreement's end. This frog Frogwares says means that its games will be taken down from all storefronts. Damn. Frogwares wrote that Focus Home Interactive sent it a statement that said Focus has put in a pl- put in place a policy in accordance with which they will not transfer any titled 
uh, the content ID or titled ID belonging to any developer which has removed all of their games from the Focus catalog. Hmm. So it was being removed from all digital storefronts, and now here it is for free on Xbox. I guess they resolved it. Or something. I don't or know. maybe maybe Microsoft figured it out. Mm-hmm. Maybe Microsoft was like, you know what, guys? We'll we'll keep you in there for yeah. a little longer. Um, also, too, uh, Outlast 2 was never a PS Plus game, just the original Outlast. Do you have? A, is there a, like a list where you can Wikipedia. see stuff like that? Yeah, Wikipedia. It, it shows you yeah. a list of PlayStation Plus games? Mm-hmm. That's like the entire history. Same thing with Games with Gold. That's very good to know. That's allowed to be on there, but a list of uh gamecube games that support progressive scan or a list of ps2 games that support progressive scan apparently is not allowed to be on there because it's considered redundant information found on other websites which it isn't because i've looked and that was the best place to find that information wikipedia had great lists yeah and they still do a lot of lists are still great um they don't have the GameCube Progressive Scan. List no, they anymore. don't have the GameCube, PS2, or original Xbox Progressive Scan. Because I use that. Yeah, for, I use for that the all GCHD the time. Video. Yeah, yeah. It's it's really helpful on PS2, but nope, doesn't exist anymore. It's Very dumb strange. and it's junk, and I hate it. Very. Strange. I'm gonna go and I'm gonna beat the crap out of him with my fist because I'm Todd Phillips Nightwing. So I don't know if there's any great. I don't games know on gymnastics. Here. Neo's good. Yeah, Neo's good. Uh, Jedi Outlet. Starfighter might be good if you yeah. played it before. I don't think it's one of the ones you got to run out and I don't play. know if Outlast 2 was liked as much as the first one. I think it was. It That's a streaming game. That's yeah. a game you stream for spooky, scary stuff. Mm-hmm. Tomorrow's Halloween, right? Yes. Actual mm-hmm. Halloween. I'm not streaming any spooky, scary games. Okay. Neither I just, am I. I don't get scared. I don't get jump scared, you know? I mean, I do, but... You, you would be great streaming yeah. a horror game because you yell and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I don't... I just... I... I, I get in a mode when I'm playing a horror game that I just know this is something's going to come out and I just yeah. expect everything. I'm weary of everything. Yeah. You know? Anyway. So that's it. That's it for PlayStation Plus, Xbox, right. Games of Gold, whatever. Well, make sure you about. get them because they're free with your membership. Yes. Hey, uh, Super Saiyan 7, thank you for the $5. Happy Halloween Eve. Great costumes, boys. Do you want to see our Halloween costumes with hashtag Walton Live? Sure. Why yeah, not? why not? Yeah, uh better do it quick before the cutoff we usually cut it off at like nine uh es zero no e-s-o-j-i-c thank you for the twitch prime sub uh little is that joe's way anyway thank you for the twitch sub (laughs) backtrex thank you for the twitch sub uh tony toenail making for the five dollars quick go on xbox and you can get all three dark side games for fifty dollars that's a good deal I wouldn't pay that. I mean, neither <laughs> would I, but if you're into the Darksiders games... It's a good deal, but I don't want to play those games, yeah. so it's not a if good they, deal to I me. mean, if they were, you know... I would game. pay, for that whole bundle, max $15. $5 a game, right? Yeah. There's three of them. I would say 25 but, you know, I see where you're coming from. Yeah. That adds fifteen dollars to maybe play these games. Yeah. You know what I mean? Maybe play of, one of them. Especially because like the first two are last gen games. Um all right. Now we gotta talk about the main story. Well, Razor. The Razor You know Jungle Razor. Cat. Yes. Razor is a gaming peripheral company. They also make mice keyboards. Mm-hmm. For some reason. They just straight up made a Nintendo Switch. <laughs> it's called the Jungle Cat. This is from the Razor's website. It's, yeah. 
So it's, I think these are, I didn't look much into this other than looking at it and being like, that is a Nintendo Switch. Yeah. Uh, down to the ABXY buttons. <laughs> oh, no, they're flipped. Yeah. It's more like an Xbox. Um, I think these are just add-ons to their phone. Uh, portable precision. When you and the Razer Jungle Cat are on the move, the only place you'll arrive at is victory. Who wrote this? Enhance your mobile gaming experience with our dual-sided gaming controller for Android. With every one of its features made to keep you in the hunt, there's nowhere left for your prey to run. Uh, portable, dual-sided controller. Improve your precision, blah, 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 blah. Modular design. The Razer Jungle Cat comes with three custom cases that keep it attached to your phone. So there you go. You need these cases. Yeah. Giving you the flexibility to attach the left, right, or both sides of the mobile gaming controller. It also includes an adapter, which turns it into a standalone controller that pairs with other Android devices and Windows PCs. Will, do you know what that adapter looks like? Uh, This looks like a shell, doesn't it? No, like it looks like is? a freaking Joy-Con grip, Will. <laughs> well, no. Well, the, sh the cases look like cases for your phone right but the freaking uh the adapter so that you can play it as a controller is a joy congress uh, oh yeah i see it now it's except it's really website. just a middle piece it really yeah. doesn't have any yeah it doesn't have like the handles the ergonomic handles yeah uh they got some lovely photography on here though yeah look at all that that looks so good i wish i could show it on screen but my computer's being lame as hell uh we don't need to read all this what's this last thing it says here would you please just scroll to the right place? Razer Gamepad app designed to pair the Razer Jungle Cat to your phone. The app lets you jump straight into the hottest games with the, the hottest games on Android. Well, I should just preface that by saying <laughs> these are only for the hottest games on right. Android. I don't know if Android's got the hottest games. I mean, they got games. There's definitely that. The hottest games. <laughs> right. Name they one Android game. Name one. That would that that's you would Android play, exclusive that you would play with these controllers. Just just name an Android game. You have ten seconds. Ten Nine. Oceanhorn. God damn, that game sucks. Well, I was panicked. <laughs> I was I was under a lot of pressure. I have anxiety because I'm a gritty, realistic Nightwing. Hottest games with a preset profile. Create your own button layout for hundreds of other supported titles. Really, this is just for emulators. Let's be real. Right. So that looks like a Razer phone that has a case on it. Does it are these cases? Oh, there's a list of supported games. Uh, are are these are there cases for other phones though? It looks it like it, if you look phone? at the well, if you scroll up and look at the cases, they have different cutouts for what I assume would be the cameras. True. I don't know what Android phones look like these days. Well, I mean, they some of them do look like that. <laughs> Unless these are all for Ra Razer phones, because all the cameras in the same spot. No. All of them. Uh, one year warranty. It just says you know it'll help. Well, it can be paired with any compatible Android smartphone or tablet. Any compat? Yeah, but what are the compatible ones? You know what help? Well, just go in a freaking uh, version, reading their article. Razer yeah. Jarnot brings Nintendo Switch like Snap-on controllers to Android, but it only works with four specific phones. See, they know what we're talking about. Mm -hmm. Uh. But today it's launching a $100 mobile gamepad called the Juggernaut yet again, this time reincarnated as a set of two Joy-Con-like gamepads that snap onto either side of your handset. Uh, the catch is you'll need to stick your phone in a specific case to make that trick work, and Razer only has cases for four phones to start. 
the Razer Phone 2, the Galaxy Note 9, the Galaxy S10 Plus. Okay, that's reasonable. Mm-hmm. Uh, or swapping out the Note 9 for a Huawei P9, uh, P30 Pro case for the rest of the world. So not in the U.S. Correct. But you could probably just get that pretty easily. Yeah. Otherwise, we'll be connecting the two uh, pads together with a little bridging bar and using them at a distance from your PC like this, just like another <laughs> controller that we know yes. of. Yes. Look at how far a away they are. A joyful controller. Look at how far away they are from that thing. Will yeah. it have a kickstand? Probably not. Nope. False advertising right there. Uh, will it come to other phones? We will continue to evaluate the needs of interested Customers and address them accordingly, a Razor rep tells The Verge, explaining that the company prioritized phones with large displays and gaming-oriented specs that sold in high volumes for this release. I mean, I think that's pretty reasonable. There's too many Android phones out there. Yeah. If you're going to release a product like this, go for the big ones. Why not the Pixel? There's probably some reason why they can't. I mean, the ga- I think the Galaxy might be the most popular Android phone. Yeah, no, definitely. And is. the Huawei P30 is popular everywhere else in the yeah. world so that makes a lot of sense mm-hmm. um but the pixel's right up there too you know i guess that's, if if the galaxy is th- not they, the most popular then the pixel they would probably be. want to like do it for the most popular first see what you know the market says and then if it is pop they'll do it for the second most or maybe they're waiting for the new wait the new pixel just dropped maybe that's why maybe yeah also all razor is prom- promising the instantaneous response with a reliable low latency connection to your smartphone, you should probably know that the connection Razer is talking about is standard Bluetooth low energy. Unlike Nintendo's Joy-Cons and a handful of other third-party controllers, there's no physical connection to your handset, and it looks like you may need to charge them individually over USB-C. That's, I mean, yeah, you should kind of, I guess, expect that. But where's the... Oh, the ports are on the bottom, it looks like? It, I mean, that kind of sucks that you have to charge them individually. It would be nice to have, like, one thing that charges them both at the same time. Like a pad. Yeah. That'd be cool. Yeah. Or have the freaking grip. That grip should be one... Should have one USB-C port, and you put the yeah, things on the grip. grip should be a glorified battery. Yeah. Yeah. Or, or just a way to dock the two... To have one cable to charge them both. Yeah. You know? That would make the most sense. Seems like that uh, a missed opportunity there. Um, where are we? All that said, Razer says they'll deliver a hundred hours of gaming on it on a charge. I'll say that the Joy-Con have an insanely long battery life, yes, uh, which is quite a bit, and will let you remap buttons and even change the sensitivity on its large Switch-like joysticks, as well as offering native support for many games. If you're interested, you follow John Carey. P.S. If you think the industrial design looks a lot like a game vice, you're not alone. Nobody nobody thought that. <laughs> nobody thinks of the game vice. Nobody was like, you know what this is? A game vice. If you don't know what a game vice is, these things were in Apple stores for a while, like yeah. before the Switch was even out. Uh, this was the Switch before the Switch came out. It's just, li- it's just little things that attach to your iPhone. I thought so too, which reminded me to go find out what happened back when... Game Vice sued Nintendo over the design of its Joy-Cons. Turns out the case was voluntarily dismissed. So now you know. Which means that Game Vice must have decided, you know what? It's not worth suing Nintendo. So does that mean that they're not going to get sued by Game Vice? Probably not. I mean, if they, they tried to sue the biggest company and that didn't work out, 
So I doubt. Oh, I mean, well, it was voluntarily dismissed. Yeah, meaning they knew they weren't going to win. Well, so but, could that be used against them if they try to yeah. sue Razor now? Yeah, like you tried to sue Nintendo. But at the same time, like the only case that they have is that you know this is also being used made for smartphones. Whereas in Nintendo's case, that was a dedicated video game system. Yeah, there's no. They're not even that similar. Like like yeah. a Game Vice attached to a cell phone and it like kind of covered part of the phone. Yeah. You know? it like, it, like the phone kind of sat in it. The Switch is a dedicated device, like you said, mm-hmm. and it slides onto the device itself. And yeah. you can't use it for multiple devices. It's only for the Switch. So that was a dumb lawsuit. Yeah. It's kind of a similar idea, but not similar enough. Mm-hmm. This is straight up just the... It looks exactly yeah. like the Switch, you know? I mean, still, it's going onto a phone case. So it's not exactly a dedicated device, and it's not. I mean, it kind, of, but it kind of does slot in like a yeah. Joy-Con. It's it's very close. So, what do you think? Are you gonna get sued or what? <laughs> like, what's the patent looking like on the on the Switch? I don't know. Joy-Con? I'm sure because this probably doesn't have Rumble or NFC in it, so that probably saves them. The button layout is different. The, what they flip the XBA? No, I mean like the position of like this the. It's like the analog stick. But even the analog stick looks exactly like a Joy-Con. It does. Stick, it which does. means you might get drift on this bad boy. Oh, there you go. I know someone was asking about that. There's your answer. You're it looks like it's drift. the same part, which is ridiculous. Yeah, I don't know. I think there's a chance, but I don't know if it'll happen. I think it, it, there might be too much of a difference. You know, because again, this is for a phone, whereas the Switch the Joy-Cons are dedicated video game peripherals. I'm trying to see what exactly the Nintendo Switch patent looks like. All I'm getting are is the stupid angled Joy-Con. Yeah. Here's a patent for the, the controller. So if they flip it sideways, if you can flip one of those Razer Joy-Con sideways then oh yeah then then they're boned that might they might be but it looks like nintendo might have a patent on flipping the controller well it doesn't look like you can because on the left side it is clearly a d-pad correct okay and on the right side you know you'd have to flip it the other way in order Mm. to use it on its side but it doesn't look like you can okay so So they might be safe there yeah uh here's another one on uh i forgot did it say it had shoulder buttons it has to have shoulder buttons. I mean, it's got. It's definitely got two. Does it have the full four? That'd be freaking ridiculous if it didn't have shoulder buttons. They have a patent for that, which is just the switch, <laughs> which might be incriminating. Yeah. Um. Yeah, but you know what? The D pad's on the left side. Oh no! Look at that. That's the Joy-Con being slotted onto the switch right yeah. there. Yeah. As a patent. And it, it slots it. I mean, we don't see a video of it actually slotting in. Right. Maybe it attaches it some other way. They, they, it looks like they have a patent on the rails. And the fact that the Joy-Con themselves have rails. Yeah. Do we know if it... Do we know how they slot in? That's important information. That could that could be the, the, the key factor in, in them being sued. Yeah. You know, we, we don't we don't know. We don't know how they how they slide in. Any any of these pictures? Nope. You can play Fortnite on it, Will, according to their pictures. Oh, thank God. That's a that's an Android game. 
All right, so uh, I, I I think we need to know how they slide on before we before I, before I can defend I mean, and say whether, they whether or not they're going to get sued no, by Nintendo. They don't Nintendo. slide onto the phone itself. They slide into the case. Yeah, but still, are there rails? That's important. Tr- true. Are I mean, there rails or is it magnetic? It doesn't magnetic. look like there are rails on the case. Yeah. Then how do they? What are they snapping? I guess it doesn't show exactly what yeah. is on the the case. Oh, it does have four shoulder buttons. Uh, yeah, it doesn't even say. Yeah, I don't. It doesn't even say what how they attach. It's very possible they found a way to make this without you know incurring the wrath of Nintendo's lawyers. I'm sure. Sh- I'm sure Razor's smart. Yeah, and they'll uh, they probably purposely made it so that they can't be uh you know sued by nintendo because yeah. then they would have to stop production this whole thing mm-hmm. i don't think this thing's gonna sell very well anyway yeah no this is gonna be a very niche thing maybe in like outside of america like in because i know china has a big market for uh mobile gaming and like phones that have controllers built into yeah. it yeah uh because for a while they didn't even have consoles they weren't mm-hmm. even allowed to have consoles until yeah. 2015 so um Mobile gaming was huge there, and companies sprung up that made phones with like little joysticks and stuff. So this could be a hit there. Yeah. Here in America, we got the Switch. We don't need this thing. Uh, people who play games on their phones are fine using just a touchscreen. Having extra peripherals probably aren't a big deal. Do do any of you have controllers you carry around with your phone? Probably yeah. not. And if you do, you're probably gonna leave it in your backpack. Uh, so yeah. Cool, hundred bucks. Uh, I don't think anybody. No, nah, I'm not gonna get it, especially when I'm gonna spend two hundred bucks on the analog pocket for all my pocket gaming yes. needs. So. I also don't have an Android phone, but I really want one. Really? Something happened. I thought you were gonna get the eleven, the iPhone eleven. I want the iPhone eleven. Right. I'm getting the iPhone eleven. Okay. That's happening because I'm in. I'm in the ecosystem. Yeah. I'm, I'm screwed. I'm sucked in. But I still want a Pixel. Okay. Uh. Something came out and I was pissed that it was Android only. You know, like the Mario Kart beta was Android yeah. only. Um, oh, oh, somebody sent it to me. It was a knockoff uh, Nintendo Switch Online app, and it only works oh. on uh, on Android. Or That's something. weird. Yeah, I don't, I don't remember. Um, yeah, I miss having an Android phone, but. I don't want to have two phones. Yeah, that's weird. It's good for streaming, though. If I want to stream from the phone, like live stream. Oh, Android's better for that? Yeah, way better. Okay. And if I want to like stream myself playing Pokemon Go, I would need an Android phone. Okay. Simon Reynolds with the Looney. Thank you. Thank you. Chris Jackson with $20. Whoa! Congrats on episode 200. Thank Keep you, up bro. Keep up great work. I got an email from Sony that said the PlayStation View is being discontinued. I was slightly shocked by this. Given the growing popularity in cutting the cord, have any thoughts on this? I didn't pull a story for this. Yeah, it kind of just happened, and it was like an unceremonious announcement. I heard about it. Uh, also, uh, Atten texted me and showed me it was on like a ticker in like the city. Yeah. That, that said like PlayStation uh, discontinues PlayStation View. So for those of you who don't know, PlayStation View was Sony's um, live streaming television service. They're basically answer to... YouTube TV and Hulu Live and things like that. Um, it was like, what, 40 bucks a month and you get like a whole bunch of channels and you can like add packages and stuff and whatnot. It was uh, 
trash. It wasn't trash. It, like the people who had it, I thought it was trash. No, it wasn't trash. It's just that I don't think a lot of people used it compared to like Hulu Live and uh, YouTube TV and DirecTV's version of this. It was like at the bottom of the barrel, and like Sony is shoving all this money into it. They even signed the deal with Disney to make sure like ABC, ESPN, and all those channels could stay on it. But I guess just the numbers weren't there. So they shuttered it and they said they're going to focus more on gaming the next generation. $40 a year, you said? $40 a month. That's insane. Yeah. The, well, that's the thing. These like live TV services, that's how much they cost. Like YouTube TV, I think it's the cheapest at 35 That's crazy. Yeah. That's just not worth it that's at a, all. That what is, do I got to watch on TV? That's a cable subscription. Yeah. yeah. Just, why even bother at I that know. point? Um, they had their own shows, right? No, that was on um, that was on just the PlayStation Network. Oh, like you know the marketplace. Mm-hmm. You know, because you can go to the marketplace, you can buy like, you know, a movie you saw in theaters or a show you saw on TV. And they tried; they made like Brian Michael Bendis's Powers comic, a television show for two seasons. Nobody gave a damn. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, uh, Marvin Sweat. In the chat says there are release buttons on the bottom of the controller of the razor controller. Okay, they're on the bottom instead of the top. Well, I think he just means on the underside. Okay, like yeah. kind of like how they're on the Joy-Con. So they could slide in. Yeah, just like the Joy-Con. That would be a dumb move on their part yeah. to make it exactly how it is on the Switch. Anyway, uh, we can talk about more things. Yeah, let's talk about more things. Like, uh, there's a lot of Pokemon stuff, Will. Oh, boy. Because, you know, it's like two weeks until the game comes out. It is two weeks. I forgot that Luigi's Mansion comes out tomorrow. Yes. I pre-ordered it. Somebody asked me today, there's that new uh, Mario game coming out, right? And I was like, no. (laughs) Oh, yeah, Luigi's Mansion. Uh, I guess I got to get it. Yeah. I really don't want to. But you should. Everybody's telling me it's great. I heard it's just as good as a regular old Mario game. I mean, what I played at E3 was very good. Mm-hmm. And I have fond memories of the original one. And I regret ever selling it back to GameStop. Yeah, I was just a pissed off kid because I wanted a Mario game yeah. on my on my GameCube. And I was mm-hmm. mad I didn't have one. That's why I, I took it all out on poor little Luigi. Yeah. Anyway. We got some Pokemon news because Pokemon's coming out very soon, November fifteenth. Yeah. I think we're gonna get some news very soon, like like a like an info dump or at least like a little little. Sweet. We should at least get like more information on the Pokemon that are gonna be in the game. I think next week we're gonna get a Nintendo Direct, mm-hmm. and the week after, uh, next week Nintendo Direct, a little bit of Pokemon information, okay. a little tiny snippet, and then the week after, we'll get a whole bunch of news from the Pokemon company, or maybe even a few days after but right now we got a little a little tiny info dump will Mm -hmm. that'll dump on you dump away the pokeball plus cannot be used as a controller in pokemon sword and shield and new details on japanese language support i don't care about the japanese language support. actually i might because i'm gonna be in japan that's true and i want to get the game there (laughs) and hopefully play it in english (laughs) The eShop listing for Pokemon Sword and Shield in Japan has given us new information on the game. Read up on tidbits about the Pokemon Pokeball Plus and Japanese language options below. Why do they say that? It's This article is only three paragraphs long. Pokemon Sword and Shield will let you use the Pokeball Plus to hold onto a Pokemon and vice versa. 
what it won't let you do is play the full game with the Pokeball Plus, which is really weird. If you were hoping to play Pokemon Sword and Shield the way you you could with the Pokeball Plus in Pokemon Let's Go, you're unfortunately out of luck. That's really weird. Yeah. Because we played it at E3, and the controls were the same as Let's Go. I don't know if they were the same, but they were definitely simple. And like you could theoretically use the Pokeball Plus at the very least to move your character. So here's the thing, though. Uh, when you're, We played it, we were entirely inside of a gym. Yeah. When you're in the wild area, uh, that has a full rotating camera. Right. So that's probably going to be twin stick controls. Yeah. So that's probably why you can't use the Pokeball Plus, even though the freaking gyms had a fixed camera and it felt like let's go. Yeah. So it's a little weird, but at least you could put your Pokemon in there. Yeah. Uh, and you know, probably gain experience on your Pokeball Plus, mm-hmm. which I will definitely do. I did that a lot with Let's Go. Uh, my freaking Mew got like a billion XP. Yeah. You know, just by going to the store. When it comes to the Japanese version of Pokemon Sword and Shield, it turns out there's actually two different options for players to utilize. The game lets you pick between Hiragana, Hiragana and Katakana only, or Kanji, Hiragana, Katakana, and Kanji. The more options, the better. That is actually awesome. Because I can only read Hiragana and Katakana. Okay. I cannot read kanji. Well, so, good. Hiragana mm-hmm. is uh the is the is the Japanese like alphabet for Japanese words. Okay. Katakana is the Japanese alphabet for foreign words. Okay. And names and stuff like right, that. Right, right, right. And some other things. Mm-hmm. Uh so for example, like ikimas, which means go, yeah. would be in hiragana. Uh, Babu, which is my name, Bob, right. would be written in Katakana. Or Tokyo, yeah, I think would be written in here when in in Katakana. I think so. That's spelled out with like actual letters. No, 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 no. None of these are Roman letters. Okay, these are all Japanese writing. Okay, there's three different Japanese writing systems: Hiragana, Katakana, katakana. and Kanji. Kanji yes. is the one that where full words are one are symbol. one thing. Gotcha. Yeah. Uh, so that one, there's a million different. Yeah, I think there's like forty, thirty-five, or forty of 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 hiragana and katakana. Okay, each have like thirty-five or forty or something like that. Kanji has like a billion. Right. So I don't, I don't, I'm not even close right, to I anything th- in kanji. I think I, according to Wikipedia, I think I got it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm now a master in J- Japanese. Yes, languages. Uh. So that's actually awesome because if I throw it into Hiragana, I mean, I don't, I won't understand. Yeah. But I'll be able to like sound out what's happening, you know? Mm-hmm. So that's actually really cool. Uh, maybe if I learn a little more Japanese, I could go back and play the game in Japanese and it'll yeah. help me learn a little better. That's really freaking cool. Um, so anyway, uh, that's the we still don't know if I'm gonna be able to freaking play the game in English if we brought the Japanese version. There's more though, Will! Pokemon oh Sword and Shield will not support cloud saves. Oh, oh dumb. <laughs> Although it would have been pretty safe a safe guess regardless, it has been confirmed that Pokemon Sword and Shield will not support cloud saves on the Nintendo Switch, as per Nintendo Life. The news comes from the eShop listing for the two games 
Pre-purchasing is now live with a surprising bonus gift for those in Europe. Uh, and we've already heard about the game's file sizes, but other details found on the page include the confirmation. Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu and Let's Go Eevee also lacks cloud support, so it would be it would have been more surprising to see Sword and Shield support the feature rather than not have it. As a side note, this means that the process becomes a little more tricky for anyone wanting to play the games on their original Switch and then continue playing on their Switch Lite. Yeah, like Bob. Yeah. Uh, Nintendo Life does have a full guide on how to play games across two systems, so make sure to bookmark that if you want to, uh, if you need help on that. You don't need help on that. Yeah. It's very simple. Uh, Nintendo issued an official statement stating, uh, explaining why some games may not include cloud save support. As standard, Pokemon certainly meets the criteria for those which cannot be included. So, the reason it can't be included is because people could uh, screw with the save file and do weird stuff like right. like uh, multiply Pokemon right uh, in in their in their inventory and whatever. Uh, I think they also said Animal Crossing will not have cloud saves. Okay, uh, for the same reason because you can manipulate your save file. Um, which is dumb. They should just find a way to not have that This happen. is not a problem on any other system. Correct. Yeah. That's why it's dumb. Yeah. Um, however, if I am playing on my regular Switch and I want to move it to my Switch yeah. Lite, you can just move the save file between two systems. Okay. You just can't uh, do it through the cloud. So then how As do far you, as I know. How do you move this? Because the save is like saved to the system itself. On the- Correct. You you can pick a save file mm-hmm. and have it transferred between two switches that are next to each other. Okay. You don't have to put it to the cloud. Okay. I'm pretty sure you'd be able to do that with this. Because that's not you're not touching yeah, the yeah. cloud. You're just putting it from one switch to another switch. Right, right. You know? Okay. Um, Interesting. And it I think it deletes it off of the original switch. That's if you move the save file from one switch to another, it deletes it on one of the switches. That's scary. Yeah. I don't like Nintendo's that. got a weird thing with they, all that they stuff. very much do. I wanted to blow my brains out when I was trying to move all my stuff yeah. from my 3DS. Um, the Switch wasn't so bad, but it's still it should not be as bad as it right. is. I had a much better time with my freaking Vita and my PS4. <laughs> that the cross save was yeah. amazing, and that was in 2013. Yeah, 2014, I think is when 2014 is when cross save came out. Well, no, because the PS4 came out in 2013. Correct, but it, yeah. uh, it wasn't a launch thing, cross-save. Well, I thought it was, because you could do that on the PS3. No, not cross-save. That's yeah. cross, that's No, that's playing That's playing the games from your... Hang on. Because I looked this up recently. Look, because, look, look up like Sony releases cross-save. Cross-save is a feature that lets you save... I looked this up recently for a video. Because I'm thinking like Sly Cooper Thieves in Time was released on both PS3 and Vita and that had cross play, cross buy, and cross save. They probably didn't call it cross save. No, they must have. Cross save was originated from Hideo Kojima's uh, revolutionary transference yeah. Yeah. From, the, from Metal Gear Peace Walker. And they were like, we love this idea. Yeah. Please name it something else. I'm pretty sure the first game to use cross-save was 2014. Uh, someone else in the chat had something to say. 
Oh, here we go. Parker. Wouldn't it be a little too soon for Nintendo for a Nintendo Direct since they had one back in September and usually there is like a three-month period for when they have a Nintendo Direct? I think they have Nintendo Directs every November. And they usually don't have one in December. So. Okay. So Hohokam was the first game to support cross-save and that was, on, that was in 2014. For a first game on the PS4. Bob's finally right about something. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Once you can use the hashtag Bob is right. <laughs> about damn time um there's more pokemon stuff you oh know. good golly miss molly as long as i scroll over to the window i really need to figure out a better uh no i don't <laughs> i don't need to figure out a better anything this whole show's changing in, in a month yep uh Oh, Stay Pokemon Sword and Shield file size revealed on the Japanese eShop. Okay. Get ready for this, Will. This is the moment we've all been waiting for. How big is the freaking game? Should I read an entire article about how big the game is, or should I just tell you how big the game is? According to a listing on the Japanese eShop, both games will in will need 9.5 gigabytes of space. <laughs> to download both, you'll need 19 gigs. That's not bad. That's what 9.5 plus 9.5? Yeah. It's not bad at all. Nintendo is really good at saving space in their games. I, th I think that's a Japanese developer thing in general. They're much better at like, you know, presenting their games with a much smaller um, footprint in the hard drive compared to like Call of Duty, which is like 120 gig down. Oh my God. It took forever. Yeah. And then yesterday I went to go play Call of Duty. We're going to talk about Call of Duty. Yeah. But yesterday I went to go play it. And uh, it needed to download an update, and it downloaded it no problem. It took two seconds, yeah. and then it said copying the file for an hour. Copying it to where? I don't know. And then it installed, and then I got to play. Okay, we'll talk more about it. Call yeah, yeah. later. Um, but anyway, nine point five gigabytes is twice the size of Pokemon Let's Go, which is five gigabytes. Okay. Uh, no, I'm sorry. It's twice the size of Pokemon Let's Go. And about five gigabytes less than Breath of the Wild. Breath of the Wild was 14.4 gigabytes. I mean, Breath of the Wild is a huge game, and it's surprising that it's only 14.4 gigs. But that doesn't surprise me that it's in between the two. Mario Odyssey was super small. Yeah. Because, um, yeah, Breath, uh, Sword and Shield is obviously going to be a much more detailed game than Let's Go Pikachu and Eevee. Uh, and it's not going to be as detailed as Breath of the Wild was. Mario Odyssey was 5.7 gigabytes. Yeah. That That's is it. almost a third of Breath of the Wild. That tracks. Yeah. And it's half of uh, freaking uh, sword, sword or shield. Yeah. So anyway, yeah. I mean, I got plenty of space for that. Yeah, me too. I mean, it's, freaking, it's a freaking Nintendo game. Nintendo, yeah. again, is really good at keeping their sizes down. Mm -hmm. uh, there's that famous time where uh, Satoru Iwata took Pokemon, Heart Gold, uh, Pokemon Gold and Silver and said... Oh, you can fit you can fit all the first game in this. Yeah. And they were like, what do you mean? We no, filled up can't. the thing. He's like, no, I can fit the whole first game. Yeah. And then over a weekend, he fit the whole first yeah. game in, uh, on the cartridge. There's also a video of Satoru Iwata explaining how downloading games work on the Wii U with uh, like a jar and some colored marbles. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, he's like, so if you were to download uh, Super Mario Brothers U, it would fill up this much space, leaving this much space left on your Wii U. It's really funny. Is Wii U? Did yeah, we did it on the Wii U. I'm trying to trying to find it. I think it was like a, one of the first Nintendo Directs. 
How would I even find that? Jar of Marbles? I don't know. Like, N- N- Satoru Wada of Wii U Download. What is that sound? I don't know. Oh, is it doing the stupid thing again where we're going to get kicked off? Maybe. Maybe now would be a good time to tell you that it doesn't matter because I forgot to bring my thumb drive to load the... Uh, well, the lucky box. for you, I, these always automatically get uploaded to Dropbox. Nice. So... Uh, while you're looking that up, Samsung Law with $5. Oh. What if they made a Nintendo Switch phone similar to the Sony Xperia Play, a.k.a. the PSP phone? I would upgrade my phone immediately, LOL. I think it would be cool if Nintendo made a phone. I don't think they'll ever make a phone. It would be interesting if Nintendo made a phone. It would be a pretty crappy phone. I would, yeah, be real here. <laughs> I would not get a Nintendo-made phone. It's not going to be very good. Was that the only super chat? We got more that was the only chat, super chat. Right? That was the only super chat of this recent run. But uh, Duffman716, subscribed on Twitch. Oh, yeah. Thanks, Duffman. Hey, there's there's an unboxing. Yeah, that's the one where he puts on the white gloves. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to pull up the screen. <laughs> no marbles, though. No, there's definitely... There's definitely a video where he's... <laughs> All right. Well, anyway, we got one more. We're plowing through these stories. Yeah. It's like no stories this week. We got some news from the Metroid Prime 4 development. Oh, good. So it's I want to know what's, long I want to know what's going on with that. It's been a long time, and we don't know nothing. Yeah. It's about time we learn a little something. Well... Metroid Prime 4 dev Retro Studios, who is the one that took over development. Yes. Because, uh, we don't know who the original developer it was. It was one of the Nintendo in-house teams were originally developing Prime 4. It'd be weird if an in-house team needed a complete re-evaluation. Re- yeah. Because the in-house teams are good. I yeah. mean, Retro's good, too. Yeah. But still, that's weird. Also, too, the team that's making Metroid Prime 4 is not the same team who made the original Metroid games. Uh, you mean the original yeah. Metroid Prime games? Because oh. they all left to do Armature Studios. Oh, they should have just hired Armature Studios. Yeah. Anyway, Retro Studios hires Halo character modeler as new lead artist. And then it says, "This is it, Chief." <laughs> uh, Retro Studios developer currently working on hard on uh, Metroid Prime Four has bolstered its creative talent by hiring a Halo series character modeler. Kyle Heffley. The news comes from VGC, which reports that Heffley has been snapped up as Retro's new lead character artist. You'll almost certainly be familiar with his previous work with titles like Call of Duty Black Ops, Sleeping Dogs, Halo 4, and Halo 5 all under his belt. So, let's note, okay, not the original Halo character designer. True. which Or modeler, I'm sorry. Which is important to know. Right. Uh, cause that me, I mean, and this is a modeler, right? It's not like he designed Master Chief. Right. They're making it look like he's freaking like designed Master Chief. Um, what, what's a fun fact, uh, a lot of the, uh, environmental designers and a lot of the concept artists who worked on Halo 4 were from Retro Studios. Oh. The ones that didn't go to Armature went to 343. So I guess they have a pretty good relationship. Yeah, it's all, they're all bros. Where is Retro? <laughs> Texas. I never knew that. Yeah. I thought they were... They were Japanese. No, Retro's in Texas. 
Of course, Hefley's character modeling background would appear to be a perfect fit for Metroid with lead character Samus and Halo's Master Chief sharing similar design traits. Back in January, Nintendo revealed that the game's development had been entirely scrapped and restarted with Retro Studios. Joining the project, the appointment sure looks to be to move to be a move in the right direction to us. Uh, I kind of want this is his work on screen right now. Yeah. Uh, I I mean, it's all it's all sci-fi stuff. It's it it's exactly what they need. Uh, but when I first read this, I thought character designer, which is not the same thing. Right. Somebody else is designing them, and he's mm-hmm. modeling them. Uh, but I guess he'll be right at home. I mean, Call of Duty Black Ops has nothing to do with any of this, yeah. to be completely honest. Uh, let me see the rest of his portfolio, though. Oh, he did like some of the enemy modeling and stuff. Yeah, no, this is good. This is good. I wonder who their character designer is, though. I don't That's know. That's important to me. Is it one of the Japanese guys, or is it somebody from I- Retro? I think they always, if they're going to design new characters, they always at least run it by Japan. Well, yeah, they have to run everything by Japan. Yeah. But. Yeah. Like even Rare when they were making like Donkey Kong Country. Yeah. They like made everything, but Japan like, you know, had to yeah. oversee it and be like, yeah, mm-hmm. uh, Dixie Kong looks cool. Yeah. The hell. Um, so, yeah, that looks like it's that development's moving along quite well. Good. What do you say there? Maybe we'll get it before the Switch 2 comes out. Uh, AJ says, it's not that weird. It says Metroid Prime is pretty unique in being a Western franchise. A Japanese dev struggling with their with making that game feel right makes sense. So, meaning like... Yeah, uh, Metroid Prime was always a... F- like it felt very Western? Yeah, it was definitely a Western style uh, type, uh, Western style game. Yeah, it was a Japanese game through the filter of a Western developer, I guess mm-hmm. you could say. Team Ninja did Other M, right? Correct. What are they? Japanese. They are Japanese. Yeah. So maybe that's maybe that was the problem there. Well, <laughs> well, the uh, Metroid One, Two, Super Metroid Fusion. Yeah, but these are so different. These 3D games are so true. Different. It seemed like there's a disconnect translating Metroid into 3D. Yeah. And the Prime games were the way to were the way to do it. Yeah. But otherwise, you're gonna have a hard time. You're gonna have Metroid Other M, yeah. is what I'm saying. Uh, all right. So, Will, we've been playing some games. We have been playing some games. Uh, I played a lot of games this week. What I, did you play? Bob? I played uh, Asphalt. Yes. For one, I played. We both actually we played both a played lot Asphalt, of Asphalt. Yes. It is great. I love uh, Burnout. Yes. Asphalt is great. I'm, I'm not just saying I'm that because they gave me money to talk about I'm it. surprised how... They didn't give me anything, and I played it, and I liked it quite a bit. I'm surprised how uh, polished it is, mm-hmm. how like refined it is for a mobile game transferred over to a console. Uh, it looks great. It feels great. Uh, it's simple. It's a very simple game, but it does it in a way that's you know, still fun. Like It doesn't feel empty and barren. And the uh, the levels are pretty quick because it is a mobile game. It's yeah. designed for mobile. Um, people are like mad about it because it's a free to play game. Yeah, it's it's definitely a free to play game because it has a lot of microtransactions and. But just don't, just don't buy the microtransactions. Yeah. Um, and if you're mad that it's free to play, 
then spend ten dollars in microtransactions. Wow, now it's a ten dollar <laughs> game. Man, yeah. Are you happy now? You you dumped some money into it. You can be yeah. less pissed off. It, it it's not gouging in any way. I I said that I've never run out of gas in the video I made, and then the day the day the video came out, I went to play it and I ran out of gas. Yeah. <laughs> but then I just used a different car that mm-hmm. still had gas, and I was fine. Uh, gas gas is like the way that it's kind of like Candy Crush. How you know you have like turns or what are they called? What do they yeah. call it? Candy Crush. Uh, I don't. Freaking no! I never played. You Candy have Crush. you have like a certain amount of tries or or, or times you can play a level, and then yeah. after a certain amount, it like locks you out. The gas is like that, but they reward you with gas a lot if you keep winning matches. So just keep yeah, just be good at the game. Uh, I ran out of gas because I was playing multiplayer and I was doing terrible in multiplayer, and then I, you you do bad and then you lose gas. Yeah. Um. But yeah, that game's a lot of fun. I, yeah. I miss Burnout, and this is this scratches that itch. For me. Yeah. Um. We tried to do a community games, us playing that, uh, but you have to unlock the multiplayer. Yeah. And it's a pain in the ass. That's not a pain in the ass, but it takes a little bit. Um, also, I tried to have a little Wolf Den group, but you can only have 20 people in the group. Oh, that's weak. That is weak. Anyway, other than that, at the same time, the same day I first played Asphalt, yeah, I also played Aladdin for the Switch. Just Aladdin? You didn't get? I didn't go past Aladdin. It, but the you, it comes with both. It's Aladdin the it's game. the both. I've okay. only played Aladdin. Okay. Um. I I I had some time, and I was like, I'm gonna play this until uh I die. Okay. And I played it for like an hour. That game is really hard. Yeah. But for some reason, uh, and I didn't die. I didn't. I didn't game. Well, I died, but I didn't right. game over. You know. Okay. Um. So I'm in the middle of it. Oh wow! I, what's I'm in like the catacombs level. I oh, that's the hard level. Okay, that's yeah. where I stopped. Yeah, I got a little bit into it, and then I, right. I, I you didn't I get hit the quick the, save and stopped. You didn't get to the the lamp, did you? The lamp? No, the I, don't think, lamp. I guess yeah. not. I guess yeah, because that level's a pain in the ass too. But I remember the catacombs being like the hardest level. Are the game. levels stylized the same on the SNES and no? The, le- the levels are in the ladder because remember they're done by completely different teams. Right, but the first levels first level similar. The levels are similar, but they're all designed differently. There's one's designed to be a platform, and one's designed to be an action game. Okay. Uh, yeah, that game's still really freaking hard. Yeah. Uh, but it's still a lot of fun. Yeah. And the the port's awesome. Yeah. It's an awesome I port. uh, whenever I set up, because you know we set up the analog Mega SG at my house, and I set up uh, my wife's Genesis in the basement TV with an OSSC, and I use Aladdin to test them, and they they still play phenomenally. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. it's 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 a really good. Game. It's one of the best game uh, uh, Genesis games. Yes, for sure. So, uh, I didn't get to play Lion King at all. It has both Genesis and SNES Lion. Now games. those should be relatively similar, right? I don't know how different they are to want to warrant both versions being on there. I think it was just super easy for them to put both on. Probably, there, you know? it's just a ROM. Really, yeah. you can think about it. Uh, which version should I play? You're going to say Genesis. Of course I'm going to say Genesis. But I, that's the thing, because that in that case, you know, they're basically the same game. Right. So. Uh, that's going to be way harder than Oh, than yeah. Aladdin. Especially the um, the monkey level. Yeah. I also want to play, the, it has the, uh, the trade show demo of Aladdin. Yeah. That I want to play. It has a lot of different modes. Yeah. There's a lot of features in it. Um, that I want to check out, but I yeah, I want to beat the game first. Yeah, you know, it's I don't think I've ever beaten the game. 
I don't think I've ever gotten to as far as I got. I have, but I use cheat codes. Oh, yeah. I've yeah. Used, uh, does this one have the flying carpet level? Yes. Okay, then I've beaten, the, I've yeah. beaten it before. This one, the final boss, is Jafar, but he's not a snake. He's not a snake. In the SNES, he is a snake. He's a snake, and you have to like jump on his head or something. I'm sure. I'm sure yeah. you do. <laughs> um. All right. We also both played Call of Duty. Yes. The new one, Modern Warfare. You played only the single player? I played one round of multiplayer mm-hmm. when it finally finished downloading. I'm like, all right, I'll just play around a multiplayer just to get back in the swing of things. Did terribly. And then I played the I played like I think I'm halfway through the single player and I'm like, Yep, this is a Call of Duty game. <laughs> <laughs> is it are you enjoying yourself? I'm enjoying myself, but there's nothing about this game that is any different or unique or special compared to the Call of Duty games of 10 years ago, of five years ago. Well, it's trying to be the Call of Duty game of 10 years ago. Right. And it's succeeding. Like, okay. it very much it, it very much feels like the, uh, the original Infinity Ward Modern Warfare games. Like, one and two. Um, it, it's re- trying real hard to have, like, a... a dark and serious rip from the headline story that's basic there's like two levels that are basically just zero dark 30 okay so like you have to break into like a house at night and you'd wear your night vision and like you walk up the stairs and you peek your head in the room and like oh you see the woman you don't shoot the woman you turn around and shoot the guy but oh no the woman got a gun so you got to shoot the woman you do that at least six times there's a lot of moments of like where you have to like decide whether or not you're gonna shoot a woman with a kid <laughs> There was one point where like I didn't know what to do and I thought they're going to make me shoot this woman holding a baby and you don't. Okay. Thank God. There's another part later in the game that I don't want to spoil, but it gives you a choice of whether or not to go through with it. It's basically it's I guess it's supposed to be their equivalent of no Russian. Mm. But like yeah, it all just feels so try hard. Does it, does it feel like it's forced? It, like it, like it's for like it's trying to be like edgy. Yeah, like, I felt like that in Modern Warfare Three. Yeah, that's exactly what it is with the with the bus blowing up and yeah. killing the little girl. Yeah, but it, I was it, like, you. That was an extreme. Like you're trying to be edgy. It, it's no Russian. I thought was yeah. No Russian like, was good, and the nuke from the original was good. Yeah, this like mo- like Modern Warfare 2019. Like it has all these like you know dark moments and like. The morally nuke. ambiguous moments but they don't really like add up to anything or mean anything they're just there for like shock value and to try and seem cool the, the, like todd phillips joker <laughs> the nuke i'd never like thought twice about well the nuke was just like people people say that that's like the edgy one from the first game. well yeah because you don't expect like to get nuked number one <laughs> number two the the way like afterwards when you're slowly dying of radiation poisoning to see like the act, the immediate aftermath of a nuclear bomb going off. That's like devastating. Yeah. I never, I, I, I really, it didn't really affect me that much. Well, no you're... Russian. I was like, what is yeah. happening? Well, what there's is no going Russian on, was man. much more visceral. And I worked know? at GameStop at the time. I had to tell parents like, yeah. this game's rated up for mature. Oh, what do you mean? Oh, well, there's a, there's a part where you got to go into an airport and kill civilians. Yeah. They're like, Oh, sorry, Timmy, you're not getting yeah. this game. Uh, and then Modern Warfare three, it was just, they blew up a little girl. Yeah. <laughs> It was like, how can we get worse than no Russian? Yeah. Okay, let's just let's just uh, blow up a little girl. Yeah. Uh, 
And then this one, I guess they have something similar. They have a lot. But that's the thing. Like, it feels like every other level. They're trying to do something like edgy. Yeah. Like, like it feels like, not that they're necessarily trying to top themselves every level, but they're trying to like, you know, have like an edgy moment per level. Right. At least one. Right. Yeah. I'd like to, is it worth me playing? This, I haven't played this single player. I think it is. Like, cause yeah. it's, it's still fun to play, but I wouldn't. I don't know if I would put this in like the best Call of Duty games. Like it's not not and in the top five at least. Okay. I'm having a lot of fun. I highly recommend the game, but you know, it's I highly recommend the game if you haven't played a Call of Duty game in a while. If you play a Call of Duty not. game every year, you're not gonna get a brand new experience. So, Unless last year didn't have a single player. So So I've been playing a lot of the multiplayer. Right. I have been having a lot of fun. I don't know if I like it. <laughs> I've been having fun. Yeah. But uh, there's a lot of like, I, I finally got a loadout that I like. And yeah. um, I think I fixed my DPS issue. So in the beginning, it's just like impossible to down some, like, like the time to kill. That's like when you sit there and shoot somebody, you have to shoot them a lot. Yeah. And back in the day when Call of Duty, two shots, they're dead. Yeah. You, you, you barely have to shoot somebody. Also, you, you middle click on the right stick and it knifes somebody and it's an instant kill. In this, you punch them and nothing happens. Yeah. You know, there's you, you, you run up on somebody, you go, ha! And then they're just still there and then they blow you away. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I finally got a loadout that I like that has a good damage output that I can down somebody pretty quickly. Yeah. Um, but the matches are hit or miss. Like I'll go a match and do really good. And then the next match, I'll just get annihilated by a good team. Everybody's camping. There's so many campers. Um, and the kill streaks are ridiculous. Um, first of all, why do kill streaks exist in the first place? If you're doing really good, you're rewarded with more ways to do good. So it's like, it's super like one sided. Um, but yeah, there's kill streaks that, like I, I will get there'll there'll be a jet that goes over and just sits there, and then it it just sits there and guns you down. Yeah, it'll gun you down, and then you respawn, and then get gunned down in your spawn. Yeah, and then respawn again and get gunned down in the spawn again. Yeah, that happened to me twice yesterday when I was playing. Yeah, and then after I respawned finally the last time, I spawned behind a bad guy who was running. Yeah, so we spawned at the same time. A guy on a guy on the opposite team yeah. spawned in front of me. I was talking to Super my weird. boss about it. My boss at work has been playing a lot of the multiplayer. And we both have the same issues in that immediately when you sign on, everybody's better than you. Yes. Everybody already like has prestige six times at least. They had the best weapons, the best loadout. You don't see where they are on the map mm-hmm. ever. And like as soon as well, you, as soon as you turn around to find them, you're instantly dead. Yes. That's like that's I mean that's more indicative of like our play style versus everybody else who like get the game day one and just spend the whole day like leveling up. Yeah. Um, but I do feel like that's kind of a problem because that's demonstrably unfair to you know casual players or like people just getting into the game. I, I, you really can't just get into Call of Duty multiplayer. I don't like having to unlock the better guns. Yeah. I think that that's stupid. Mm-hmm. They put a lot of the good guns really early on, but you don't start off with any of the good guns. Yeah, I saw like really crappy guns. Yeah. One yeah. of the, the kilo is like, all right, but yeah. uh, the M4 
uh, I think it's the M4A1 is like where it's at. That's the one that everybody's using right now. Yeah. Uh, and that gun's great, but you have to unlock it. It's not there off at the start. Yeah. I've been using that, and I've been using a. I, I use a perk where you can have a secondary. Uh, I you have a primary as your secondary. Yeah. And I use the M2 as a lever action, and I use that as like kind of like a sniper rifle. Yeah. Um. And I've been having a good time with that loadout because you know I just run around and shoot with the M4. I I have uh, the fast hands and whatever. I can reload really quick and I can yeah, pull yeah. the guns out really quick and I can aim down the scope really quick. So I'm just running around trying to gun down people. But then if I see somebody really far away, I switch to the M2 and I try to line up a shot. And a lot of times it works out great. But mm. sometimes I get in a match and I just can't. I just can't do anything. I know. You just get gridlocked. And I don't like a lot of the maps. I like a, to lot play, of, a lot of people are saying the maps are terrible. I like to play Domination. That's the mode yeah. where there's the three capture points and you have yeah. to hold the points. Uh, and some of the maps just aren't built for that. Yeah. They, they look like they're like, they just threw Domination in there. Whereas in Modern Warfare 2 and uh, and Black Ops, the maps were built with three distinct points in mind. Yeah. This game, there's one map where it's, it's like a rundown, like Middle Eastern town. Uh, and in the middle is like, I guess like a part like rundown apartment complexes yeah. and right in the middle is B, but you can walk up these stairs and be over B without touching B. Yeah. But B's in like a really narrow alleyway. It's really stupid. Yeah. Yeah. No, I heard a lot of people like complain about the, especially the levels of the multiplayer. They're not really designed very well for all types or just in general. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of camping spots, a lot of good places to spawn kill and things like that. Yeah, um, I get I was getting spawn killed a lot. Yeah. Especially by the kill streaks. The kill streaks are ridiculous. Yeah. Um it should be noted that apparently the uh level DLC is going to be free. That's great. So, that's very unactivision of them. Yes. Um they're going to like I think make their money through like a battle pass which like nets you cosmetics and stuff. Yeah. So, that's good this way like they can refine the levels and like put out levels that like everybody can play instantly you know rather than having to you know only you know locking everybody out through behind the paywall they're finally learning how to like keep a game up to date yes. you know that's that's a smart way to do yeah. it yeah i am i do find myself getting kind of addicted to like tweaking my loadout a little yeah. bit and like unlocking new stuff like i'll be like all right this is my last game and then i'll play the game and then i'll unlock something and i'll tweak my loadout a little bit then i'm like uh, no, i gotta try this yeah. loadout and then or i'll be like oh one more level until i unlock this scope or uh, try it out um so i think i'm having fun sounds like you're having fun i i play with my friends in like you know a party on playstation yeah um although last night i tried to play with greg yes our buddy greg and uh he was in a different party with somebody else and I went to go join the match, and I was on the opposite team. And then the match ended, and I a new one began, and I was just he wasn't there. I had to rejoin his match. Yeah. You have to rejoin every time. And then finally, I became like integrated with his group. Yeah. And then I and then I gave up. Yeah. And then we had like one insanely bad match <laughs> where we were just getting gunned down by a freaking chopper. And I was getting a lot of matches where you would throw, get thrown in the middle of a match. Yeah. Also. I think that last match where we got destroyed, it was three against four. That's weird. Yeah. Yeah. So what are you going to do? Yeah. And it was one of those maps where B is just in a terrible spot. Yeah. I want to, I haven't tried this yet, but the game is cross-platform. 
Yes. You can play against Xbox. That is great. PlayStation 4 and PC. I wish I knew that before I got the PS4 version. I only got the PS4 <laughs> version so I could play with my friends. I would much rather have the Xbox version. Well, here's the thing. I'm not, I still haven't figured out exactly how to do cross-play. I think it requires your Activision ID, but your Activision yes. ID is a long hexadecimal line. Oh, it's not you just your name? No, like not like your username? No, like if cuz you're playing on PlayStation, I'm playing on Xbox. Correct. Like if you, you don't just, have an Activision username. No, it's like an Activision ID and it's like a long hex code. Like, uh IDs include a hash mark followed by a series of numbers. Yeah. Example, display name hashtag 123456. Yeah. So that's kind of, that sounds like a Discord sort of thing. Yeah, it sounds like a Switch friend code. <laughs> I'm going to attempt we should test that one day. Oh yeah, you have it on Xbox. I have it on Xbox. I'm gonna steal your yeah. Xbox. Oh no, I don't want to do that now. I got. I have to. I'd have to re freaking unlock stuff. Yeah. Also, I downloaded it, so it's not like I bought. Oh, this. you bitch, bastard. Hey man, I bought it at work and I got a discount because <laughs> I got it at Newegg had a sale on digital Xbox games. Oh, I do not know my password. Yeah, that was the thing. I, I apparently I didn't have an Activision account. I had to create one. That's that's just something I don't like with modern games. How you have to not in addition to your Xbox Live account or your PS Plus account, you have to have an EA account or an Activision account or a Square Enix account. And they all have these insane like like qua- like guides for making a password. Yeah, like they have these insane rules. Yeah, like I don't like it. It can't be a real word. Yeah. <laughs> Um, it can't be the same as your Sega password. <laughs> yeah, it like knows. Yeah. Um, okay, I logged in. Where's my? Has my BattleNet account, which is Wolfden hashtag one three eight three. If anybody <laughs> wants to know, where's my Activision account? How come it tells me that? Basic info. No preferences no okay well i guess i'll never find out i know i battle that account for some reason but i don't know my freaking uh activision account your profile is missing required information you kidding me <laughs> if it's required why don't you have your it? activision id must be between two and 16 characters with no special characters unicode characters are supported that looks like a different website oh god i really we're never, we're never, it's never happening, Will. It's never oh happening. God. We're never doing it. So I don't know if I'm having fun, but I'm going to keep playing it. I got to play more Smash Brothers, though. Okay. Because we got a tournament this weekend on youtube.com slash Wolfden. You could sign up, but it's probably, it's probably too many people signed up already. So, so anyway, uh, we got some super chats. Yeah. Well, we got Flaccid Gnome. Okay. Here. For some reason. Yes. With the Twitch sub. Thanks, dude. Um, We got Jesse McCown with $5. Only thing worth buying in Asphalt is the Legends DLC pack for 20 in the eShop. Unlocks every mode plus five cars and 200,000 money. Uh, That's not bad. Unlocking every mode is great. Yeah. So you can play multiplayer right out of the gate. Um, I think that's Jay Buggy. He's been a... He was playing the. He was telling me to play the game before anybody. Um, what cars? 
Because I'll be mad if it came with a Lamborghini and I didn't freaking buy it yeah. to to get gameplay footage. Asphalt. Oh, and and uh, El Cam Cherokee. Okay. Uh, hey, Will, thoughts on Excalibur number one and the Sandman universe presents Hellblazer number one. Um, first of all, thank you for only giving me two comics to read this week. Um, yeah, both of them are fine. They're not series I'm going to follow at all. But, you know, if, if you're into them, I think Sandman, that's just an intro to like a upcoming Hellblazer series. Um, and it felt like a old school Hellblazer comic. So, yeah, they're fine. Everything's fine. Bruce Patrick with $2. Congrats, Wolf Den, on 200 episodes. And then he put... Uh, beer. beer. Cheers. Cheers emoji. emoji. Thank you, Bruce Patrick. I don't see a Legends... I see the Starter Racer bundle. That's it. That's the only one I see. Interesting. Maybe that's it. Uh, get the BMW 3.0, the DS Automobile... No. Lotus Evora Sport. Dodge Challenger, Porsche 911. Cool. All right, we got one more story. Oh, this one's a nice little quickie. Uh, somebody sent this to me and said, yo, your favorite game is finally getting over to the Switch via the oh, Sega boy. Ages collection. Will, we're getting Shinobi. Guess what? It's not, I don't it's like not this the right game. One. I don't like this game at all. Uh, it's the original Shinobi and it's only coming in Japan. <laughs> yeah, I think I might say this is not a good game. I don't like any of the Shinobi you games. You only like except Shinobi, Shinobi 3. Cuz that game is amazing. Shinobi Revenge of Shinobi is good. Revenge of Shinobi is the best version of Arcade Shinobi. Yeah, but I, I just Arcade Shinobi just isn't good, well. But it Revenge of Shinobi is better than Arcade Shinobi. You know it's great? Rolling Thunder. You ever play Rolling yeah. Thunder? Rolling Thunder is a great Rolling game. Thunder is good. Um Okay, so, uh, wait, is there an update? Update. Sega has confirmed via Twitter that the game will hit the Japanese eShop on October 31st. Tomorrow. Yes. Well, now, actually, yeah. in, in Japan. Original story, the action side-scroller Shinobi has been confirmed for the Sega Ages line since March. So, when is Joe Musashi coming up on the Switch eShop? That's the guy, that's the guy from the game. That's Shinobi. While there's still while there's no still no solid release date, it's expected to be the next game made available in Sega's retro-inspired series over in Japan. Who owns the rights to Shinobi? Is it Sega? Sega. Se- is it Sega? Yeah, it's Sega. Imagine Joe Musashi in Smash Brothers. You knew I was going to say was, Smash Brothers. That would be incredible. I'd be super down for that. That would be that awesome. would be awesome. Yeah, it's probably gonna be the guy from Ninja Gaiden over this. Uh, Ryu Hayabusa. Yeah, but uh, maybe not because he's in Dead or Alive. Yeah, but so is uh, Link. No, he's Link's in, in Soul, Soul Calibur. Calibur. Soul Calibur. Uh, this modern iteration is based on the original arcade release dating back to 1987. Uh, so do you, Will? Yes. Uh, and will come packed with overseas versions of the game as well. Oh, wow. You can also change the difficulty of the title and uh, play in a new cabinet mode. Here's a bit more information from the Japanese Sega Ages website, along with another screenshot. This is an action game that depicts the battle between the modern-day ninja Joe Musashi and the crime syndicate Zed that dominates the dark world. 
while helping out the child ninja taken away by Zed, defeat the syndicate soldiers and head to the hideout. Uh, Musashi uses martial arts and swords to attack nearby enemies and shuriken to uh, to distant enemies. Also, when pinching, <laughs> you can use <laughs> deadly ninjutsu to wipe out enemies on the screen. I think that meant to say also when in a pinch. <laughs> a huge boss appears at the end of the mission. There are also fantastic battles such as a helicopter carrying a ninja army and a giant computer protected by a Buddha statue. There you go. Uh, so here's the screenshots. Yeah, and you can see like one of them is just an arcade cabinet. Yeah, so that's I guess the the border. The border. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's pretty cool. It makes the game a lot smaller though. Yeah, that's another thing. The default border in the uh the Aladdin and yeah. Lion King on Switch is not good. It's like it's it's uh pixel perfect, but like super tiny. Yeah. It's like super tiny. You can stretch it if you if you're if you're freaking just out of your mind. Yeah. But um, there's also you can have like uh like a like a Aladdin styled background, yeah. or you can just have it black. I just left it black. Um, but always yeah, you, leave it black. You can also fill the screen. Yeah. It's not. It's I think they multiply the pixels in a weird way, but okay. uh, it's still way better than having yeah these little pixel perfect. I think it's. Dub, I think the, the default one is double the size. It's okay. like two times the size, but it's still just yeah. freaking blow up the screen. It, it still looks great. Yeah. If, you, if you're if you playing a retro game and it comes with borders, always turn the borders off because they're dumb. They're distracting. They don't add anything and they always look ugly. If the game does not allow you to turn off the borders like Castlevania Symphony of the Night for the Xbox 360, don't buy the game. Just put tape on your monitor. Yeah. Some people like uh, the borders in stuff like the Game Boy Advance player. Yeah. Or doesn't the Super the Game Boy player for the Super Nintendo doesn't it have like crazy borders? The Super Game Boy does. Super Game yeah. Boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. Yeah, but I don't like those either. I don't like. Yeah, I don't like any of them. Yeah. The only like because the Super Game Boy, some of the games had like extra colors and stuff. Mm-hmm. But this doesn't even look like it fills up the whole screen. No. On any of them. Uh. The arcade cabinet is the smallest out of all of them. Yeah. It looks like it kind of bends a little bit to mimic it. All right, well, that's cool. I'm never going to play this because this, I don't think this game was that great. I mean, I'm not going to get it, but I think it's cool. I'll be... Well, no, I'm not going to be waiting for a Shinobi 3. I have it already in the Sega Genesis collection, yeah. and it's great. And you should well, just get if that. it comes to Sega Ages, it might have extra features and things like that. It would ha- they would have to wow the hell out of me with a with a nice feature. Yeah. What What are they going to add? I don't know. Game is a little hard. Yeah. But what are you going to do? Uh, they could add like... A warnings? Or they'll give you one extra free uh, special move Unlimited. because you always hit it yeah. by accident in the very beginning. Yeah. Of the um. All right. Well, that's it for all the news. Uh, Sarah Demko says, "Episode two hundred. Glad to celebrate with you. Thanks, man. Thank you." Uh, Samuel Mwangi says, "Will is Nightwing, right?" Yes. But no, he's just going through a phase right yeah, now. Yeah, I'm going through a phase. <laughs> all right. Well, now, oh, it's tweet of the week. I don't have any boxes. We don't have any boxes. I I couldn't go to the uh post office okay 
So it's time for time for yes. Tweet of the week. Tweet of the week. Tweet of the week. I have two. Okay. Uh, one of them is, is a real goof. Okay. And the other one is just, um, is just something that, uh, that happened today that I thought was really funny. Uh, this one is from uh, Anna Barnes. It says, I don't know if this is going to show up on freaking screen. I hate everything. I don't even know if this is going to play audio to us because Twitter has been being weird lately. Uh, it says, no one. A mushroom. Uh, I'm a fun guy. Uh, <laughs> get it i get it i'm a fun guy i think you've posted that i remember seeing that but i remember thinking it was really funny that is funny yeah um and then this one is from reggie oh reggie our good buddy reggie who's uh doesn't follow me still will no but he was the c the, the president, the president of, of nintendo america. america and then he retired yes and he's he posted a bunch of uh i guess like videos of him doing a talk he was doing somewhere. a talk at cornell yeah about okay. like leadership and business and things like that and he posted a bunch of videos in a row and then mm -hmm. he says thanks for following along in this new style reggie direct keep an eye out for future videos on a range of topics important to me now i need to get back to playing animal crossing and then it's a picture of animal crossing that's awesome and that's funny because of the meme that i have to look up because <laughs> i'm trying uh, to think there's a lot of Animal Crossing memes, and I don't think I'm thinking of the same no, one. No, it's this one. It's you've never heard of this one before? It's it's he ended a Nintendo Direct like this. Hopefully it's loud enough. Okay, that's all the time I've got. I gotta get back to playing Animal Crossing New Leaf on my Nintendo 3DS. <laughs> oh. That's it. That's okay. that's it. But everybody like took that yeah. and like memed the hell out of it. So like, you know Reggie knows what's up. Yeah, they'll put something before it. Yeah. Or like a really awkward situation. That's it. That's yeah. all I got. I gotta get got back to playing Animal Crossing New Leaf on my Nintendo 3DS. I did watch some of um his Cornell stuff, like uh, it's because he talked about you know how he was able to not just at Nintendo, but when he worked at Pizza Hut and uh, VH1. Uh, and it, like somebody asked him what his favorite game was from his time working at Nintendo, and he said Breath of the Wild. Apparently, oh yeah, that's nice. And apparently his mains in Smash are Zelda because she floats. And that helps him a lot. And Ridley. I hate him. <laughs> um, He's he, like, if you know me, you know I'm not good at Smash. He also said his favorite uh, meme is my body is ready. Yeah. Uh, apparently he was the COO. Yeah. Chief operating officer. Yeah. First he was the COO. Oh, and then he was president. He was yeah. president. Though. Yeah. Uh, Jesse says he was originally he originally said it was it he originally said it when trying out we fit on E three the whole my body is ready thing. Mm -hmm. Oh okay. Well, I mean that would make the most sense. Yeah. He should have said Animal Crossing New Horizons on the Nintendo Switch to trigger everyone, says AJ. He should yeah, he should have said the yeah. whole thing. But listen, man, he 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 knows who he's he's catering the yeah. point is he's catering to the right audience. All right. Well, that's it. Now we talk to you people. Yes. As always, you can reach us on Twitter using the hashtag WolfDenLive. If you'd love to comment on last week's WolfDenLive, this is the part of the show where we will finally answer you. And of course, ladies and gentlemen watching us at home, please start leaving your questions and comments because we will get to them when we are done with everybody else. AJ says, Riz Ridley is a respectable main. Zelda is for glue eaters, though. He, I mean, Reggie said he's not good. I 
think Ridley is too easy for the Captain Falcon matchup because he's too big. Yeah, he's a big target. Yeah, and he's slow. He's very slow. Yeah, but he's got you know he's got a handful of good moves, but I think they're easy to get around when you're yeah. when you're old Captain Falcon. Uh, all right. Well, what do we do first? We do the hash. No, yes, we well, do the hashtag. Uh? We do the hashtag first, but Fred put the last week's chat above it. I mean, we could just go to Twitter. All right, yeah, I'm, I'm already. But he's got he's got things in the Discord. Yeah, I scrolled so. to Twitter. Okay. Uh, <laughs> remember, I take out the hashtag, please and thank you. Okay, <laughs> uh, he just straight up pasted uh, Super Saiyan. So yes. My costume for Halloween this year. Oh wait, I gotta. You read it. I gotta pull this up on that. My costume for Halloween now. this year. This is uh Super Saiyan Seven. Uh, still waiting for that RPG that got leaked last year. Hope it didn't get scrapped. And it's a picture of him in his Hogwarts uniform. I want to say that Austin John posted a picture of him. He uh, was Fat Thor. Yeah. Yeah. No, he wasn't. He was Hagrid. That's just Hagrid. <laughs> was That's it? not Thor at all. I got to look. All the comments are like, oh, cool Hagrid costume. And then he's like, I'm not Hagrid. I'm Fat Thor. And it's like, no, dude, you're freaking Hagrid. There's no way you're not Hagrid. Even the vest. It's Hagrid. Well, okay. Because... Fat Thor wears, you know, fingerless gloves like that. That's the only thing. Here's where he is went. The fingerless here's where he went, gloves. Here's where he went wrong. Thor is blonde. <laughs> yes. Well, he said it was the only wig he could get. Then, then you don't do Thor <laughs> if you can't if you can't get the wig right. All right. So every live stream he does for the rest of the week, go go into his chat and say, "Wolf Den says get a blonde wig." They're super saying his Hogwarts outfit. Yeah. It's a pretty good Hogwarts outfit. Uh, Jamie Thomas. The skateboarder? The Jamie Thomas? Yo, I used to main you and Tony Hawk. Yo. Not even kidding. Christ there, baby. Do a kickflip. Skater person. Leap of faith. How was that bourbon call from Starbucks? Hoping it took it, hoping it, hoping it makes it over to the UK. All right. So today, Will, I went to the Starbucks roastery reserve, whatever you call what it. What the, now what the hell is a Starbucks roastery reserve? Funny you ask. Well, it's a it's a Starbucks. Yes, it's, they don't have a lot of them. It is massive. Okay, they roast the coffee there and they brew it there. It's a, the most hipstery place in the world. It sounds and the like people it. who work there they wear little berets. Oh God, they're like hey, this is this place is extra. Yeah, um, and they have crazy like coffees there. Yeah, um, and I went there today because I was in the city. And I got, I'm trying to pull a picture. I got this. It was a whiskey barrel aged uh, nitro cold brew. I saw that. But it didn't look like nitro at all. I think yeah. it's just regular cold brew. I might get the, I might be getting the nitro wrong. Uh, it came like this. It's just, I, when it came, I was like, oh God. Yeah. <laughs> um, it was also $12. Not including the little brioche right. chocolate thing. Um, you put this in the in the ice cube, and then you you drink it like a thing of whiskey, and it tasted like freaking whiskey. That's though. crazy. But there's no alcohol in it. That's crazy. It was actually really good. Yeah. But it was twelve dollars, and I'll probably never get it again. I feel like I would hate that. <laughs> do you like whiskey? I do like whiskey. You would love that. I know. It tastes like it tastes like the best part of whiskey, the sweetness. But I just oh god, there's something about this that just like bothers. Like you me. drink it. You drink it black and, like this, it, and it tastes sweet. It's almost it too awesome. hipster for me. Uh, the whole, the experience is the hipster yeah. part. The the 
product itself is it not. It reminds me of a Dennis extreme. Leary bit where he goes to a microbrewery and just wants a beer, but he can't get one because he has to get like some special. <laughs> well, that's Starbucks beer. in general. Yeah. Like, Let me just have a regular coffee, and they're like, "Okay, what's what size would you want? A grande or yeah. venti or what? I'm like, a medium for He's coffee. A medium place. coffee. Would black. you like the Pike Place coffee? Would you like the blonde yeah. roast coffee? And I always ask for the blonde roast. I know you never do. have the blonde roast. Never ever. Yeah. Do they have it? We could do a pour over for you if you want. No, I don't want to freaking pour over. I just rip the hair out of my neck. Anyway, uh, where am I? Uh, Falto, what do you guys think is the future Sonic games? I guess the future of Sonic games. Adventure style, modern Sonic, or something new? As there's been rumors of an adventure remake, but it's just a rumor. I don't think there's rumors of adventure remake. I think that people just want it. Yeah. I think the rumors are people want a Sonic Adventure remake, so they're going to say it until it happens. I think they 110% should remake Sonic Adventure. I think think that's definitely a game that could benefit from a remake. Yeah. I think that Sonic Adventure 2 was a victim of the time it came out. Yeah. I, think, I think it came out. It should have. If it came out a year earlier, it, it came been out in the amazing. last year of the Dreamcast. The last year of the Dreamcast, uh, and it came out like like months before Super Mario Sunshine. Right. And then nobody played it on the Dreamcast because nobody had a Dreamcast. But, and then it came out on the GameCube after Super Mario right. Sunshine. So everybody had already played this amazing revolutionary. Yeah. And it's rev- that ge- Sunshine was revolutionary because it was, to my knowledge, the first uh, third-person platformer with a free-look rotating camera yeah. on the right stick. And Sonic Adventure desperately needed... Just missed it. It desperately needed a free-look rotating yeah. camera. So if they remaster it, I think that there's a lot of potential. Oh, yeah. But they need to get the help from fans like they did with Sonic Mania. Yeah. Because there's a lot of great fan yeah. games. But I think the fan games need help from Sega too. Because the, fan, the problem with a lot of like the 3D fan Sonic games is that the levels are too wide open and too big. I think that they don't work. I think that a lot of fan games work in a sandbox setting, not for a whole game. Yeah. They're all tech demos. Yeah. You know? I think, you know, I'll, I'll bang this drum till the day I die. Sonic generations had the right idea. Yes. Where they basically have Sonic modern Sonic on a track and, you know, it, it can, they can level the track by having, like, you know, a higher level that's, like, harder and then a lower level that's, like, easier. But they have you on, like, basically a straight track that you follow beginning to end. And, you and like, you don't really, like, roam around and, and adventure in it. You just go straight on the track. So I think you can do Sonic Adventure like that, especially the Sonic portions. Um, you just got to be careful because then you wind up with something like Sonic Forces. <laughs> I think it's important to have the multiple layers in a Sonic level. Yeah, That's uh, that's like a staple in Sonic yeah. levels. Uh, Jordan Super Saiyan again. Do either of you have trouble finishing games? I keep buying new games I want to play and now I have several games unfinished. Any tips for getting myself to keep playing and finishing these story modes? Not buying games is not an option. I've been finding them. I have that problem with Switch games because I keep getting a lot of them and I never finish them. I never finish games. I have so many games. I buy games and then just don't open them sometimes. Yeah. So I'm the wrong person. To I ask. used to be really good about like, especially on like PS4 and Xbox. If like I buy a game, I'm going to finish it. But I've gotten really bad with that in the past few years. I, my advice to you would be, it's okay if you don't finish a game. 
You should, if you buy a game, you should at least play it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but don't, especially if you don't really like the game, don't feel like you have to play it to completion. Be okay with walking away. I feel like if the game isn't grabbing me enough to make me want to finish it, then it's not worth me yeah. finishing. You know, and most of the time you can get a general gist of a game by playing just a few hours of it. Yeah. Uh, there's only one game that has ever changed my opinion of it at the end, and it was Bioshock Infinite. Yeah. Uh, no other game has made me think differently. I guess Astral Chain because it takes so long to like get into it. Yeah. Um, but still, that's not. I I didn't finish that game. Yeah. Frizo, uh, the core audience of the Switch is made up of new gamers, Nintendo fans, or people who already play games. This game may this makes games like Overwatch a bit unnecessary on a top ten list. Either you've played it already, or you shouldn't play it yet. We didn't put it on the list. We didn't. That last week we did a top ten list of yeah. our most recommended Switch games. I guess you would say. I guess, yeah. Um. We almost put Overwatch on it, but yeah. then we decided against it. Apparently, uh, BlizzCon is happening soon. Yes. And they've, there's talk about how they got a lot of damage control to do. Yes. Um, there's rumor that they're going to announce Diablo 4 and Overwatch 2 at BlizzCon. I heard about Overwatch 2. Yeah. I did not hear about Diablo 4. Oh, I mean, Diablo 4 kind of makes sense because last year there was the controversy about Diablo on mobile. Yes. And then, like, they immediately had to come out and say, like, hey, don't worry, we're working on Diablo 4. So I guess they were, like, fast-tracking that. Yeah. Overwatch 2 would suck because they just <laughs> announced it on Switch. Well. Unless it takes them, like, four years to make. Well, it might be a chapter two, and it might be more stuff added right. to the original baseline game. Yeah. So that might make it good, you know? Yeah. It'd be like Fortnite Season 2 or yeah. whatever they call it. They're calling the new yeah. Fortnite. Um, it might be something like that, but it right. could just be a straight up second Overwatch. Game. Yeah, because they said in in the rumors they said they're gonna add a new hero. Yeah. If they're making a whole new game, wouldn't you think they'd add a lot more heroes? Yeah, you know. So, uh, I think it's it might just be like an additional it, like 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 they're revamping Overwatch. Yeah, which would make a lot of sense. It'd be great because they just came out with Overwatch, mm -hmm. and the Diablo thing makes sense too because they had that yeah controversy last year. Uh, and then they're going to announce Tracer for Smash. Yeah. Uh, and then another Twitter, Sergio. Uh, here's the follow-up on my Switch. It was easy to do, but I have had a problem with the right, with my right Joy-Con. The buttons wouldn't register when pressed, so I dis disabled. Disassembled. Disassembled and reassembled it. And now it works. Happy Halloween. What the hell is this? Uh, that looks like a Switch. Are on an multiple, unofficial dock. Are there multiple pictures that I'm missing Yes, there are. Okay. I'll get your... Oh, no, wait. No, it looks like the... That's the dock enclosure. He's safe. Yeah. He's safe. Uh, cool. I don't recommend doing this because, uh, like he said, he almost broke his freaking yeah. Joy-Con. But, uh, no, it looks cool. That's the jungle green. Yes. You'd, you'd want purple, wouldn't you? Yeah, atomic purple, baby. Well, it looks good. And I'm happy... I'm very happy he did not use the buttons that usually come with these. Yeah. They usually come with, uh, like, colorful buttons. They they try to mimic, like, the Super Famicom. Yeah, yeah. and that's just not... the. This isn't the place for that. Yeah. You know? So, good on you for using just the black buttons. Um, all right, where are we now? Is that uh, it for the... Yeah, it's it for Twitter. Oh, he says... Uh, Fred's like, yo, you guys make me wait to pull Twitter so I do YouTube first. Yes. I'm not I'm not complaining. We weren't complaining. We were just stating a fact. That's Will. That, that's Fred. the problem. Uh, 
All right, YouTube comments. Uh, Drift435, I'm a middle schooler and played 20 more hours than Bob. What the F? What are we talking about? Uh, Playing games, I guess. Maybe Smash. I got a lot of crap for saying that I have 265 hours in Smash. Apparently, that's not a lot. Will, what games do you have 265 hours in? I don't have 265 hours in anything. That's a lot. That's a lot of time. Like, I'm not claiming I'm like... I have the most time in Smash Brothers, yeah. but that's the most. That's the game I played the most on the Switch. Also, take it from me, Drift uh, Four Three Five. In you're in middle school, that's why you can have more hours in yes. Smash. As you get older, your game time uh, decreases dramatically. When I was in middle school, or it might have been early high school, yeah, when Rogue Spear came out and and Rainbow Six Three, yeah, I had so many hours. In oh that yeah, game. probably thousands. When I'm, I mean, when I was in high school, I could, I would play Metal Gear Solid, the Twin Snakes, front to back, at least ten times on multiple difficulties. Now I have trouble finishing MGS five. Just saying. Um, but yeah, I wasn't when I when I said that I had two hundred fifty six hours and two hundred sixty five hours in Smash. I wasn't trying to claim that that's a lot yeah i mean that is a lot but i wasn't trying to claim that like it's an ab like like some astronomical amount i was just saying i got more hours than anybody else who covered that uh gamecube joy con yeah i don't know anybody else who like plays who actually plays smash who covered yeah. that joy con um but anyway necro pants mario odyssey is so overrated all right yes yeah, skip to drop the ban hammer on this guy uh bored the crap out of me mario maker 2 was better okay also the guy in the hat is a scrub <laughs> doesn't take that long to unlock the characters in smash lots of games uh on this list better played somewhere else and no astral chain or fire emblem or bayonetta 2 okay i'm seeing i shouldn't be watching this channel for any game recommendations you think astral chain is one of the best games on the switch have you played any other games on the Switch? Yeah. <laughs> uh, and Bayonetta Bay 2? Why would I put Bayonetta 2 on the list? It's a Wii U game. Yeah. No. Uh, Wyatt Merle. I love Star Wars and I love my Switch, but I absolutely hated playing Jedi Outcast. The controls were terrible uh, and the first level is a giant gray maze with no direction. I spent I, four that... hours Keep going. on the first level and then gave up to play Goose Game. Uh, he's not wrong. The, the first level is a giant gray mace. No it direction. It took me a long time to figure me out. Me too. Doing. Here's the thing, though. A lot of PC games from that era are like that. That's what I was going to say. He says, I love Star Wars and I love my Switch. So he's never... It sounds like he's never played Jedi, I yeah. guess. I don't think this game is for people who who haven't played games in that era yeah. or or people who haven't played that game. Like, I yeah. love it because I've played that game before and I know yeah. what's what to expect. I don't... I think it, I still think it's one of the best Star Wars games. I don't think it's gonna be a fun time going back yeah. and playing that game if you're not used to games like yeah. that. Yeah. Also, too, like this is not just us, but like everybody will tell you the game gets significantly better once you get the lightsaber, but it's still a maze, all the levels. So it takes a long time to get the lightsaber. But there are cheat codes. There are. I learned. Oh, there are. Yeah, you can do you can input a cheat code to get all the weapons. So okay. you can get the lightsaber right out of the game. Okay. Um this is an example of us saying games get better after a few hours. Yeah. This game gets better after a yeah. few hours. But honestly, not a lot of people I recommend this game to. Yeah. 
my computer just died. Oh, okay. So I got the next one from Neat Knit. Uh, a Nintendo store opened this year in Tel Aviv. I what? haven't. Yeah, I haven't been to the one in New York, so I have no point of comparison. But there isn't very much to do or see in the Tel Aviv store. What? That's right. I did not know they opened a Nintendo store in Tel Aviv. Is it a pop-up shop? I'm looking it up. There was a story I read today about the uh, the Pokemon Center in in the UK. Yeah. Uh, I thought that was an actual Pokemon Center, but that turns out it's just a pop-up shop. Okay. And the lines to just get in are like six hours long, and they Jeez. stop taking people at like they stop yeah. letting people queue up at like one wow. in the afternoon. Uh, and they sell out of products all, like very quickly. They started limiting people to five items each. Yeah, they got a lot of problems. So this is the second Nintendo store in the world in Tel Aviv. In Tel Aviv, Israel. Wow. Yeah. And when was this? Uh, opened the stores first time today. This was June twenty sixth of this year. Wow. Much like Nintendo New York, uh, the store has all kinds of games, this, uh, displays, and merchandise for fans to look at or buy. The store also has activities for fans to participate in, with some with some today featuring Super Mario Maker 2 and Nintendo Labo. Oddly enough, there isn't yet an official Nintendo retail store in the company's home country of Japan. That, that will pop up the week after I'm there. Yeah. That's weird. Are there any pictures? Uh, there was this one of a couple of t-shirts. <laughs> That's I mean, it. It's just a couple of t-shirts. In the Game Informer article I found. Can so. we even be sure it's real and not just a vendor selling t-shirts? It looked like it was real. Uh, all right. I got the Discord on my phone. Here. Okay. Uh, well, we monthly, got, w- yeah, monthly Gamer's last one. Monthly Gamer. Pay $30 to unlock all the characters in Super Smash Bros. Will, bro, that's probably the dumbest thing I've heard you say. Not an intelligent comment. <laughs> I mean, yeah, maybe $30 is a little high. I think that they needed to have something to unlock all the characters so that it's easy for tournaments to do it. Yeah. Like have a, either like a master key or um, an amiibo that does it. Yeah. You know? Because if all, all it takes is just scanning amiibo to unlock characters, I would have done that. Right. I don't have a lot of amiibo, but I have enough like to That's unlock. how it worked in the Wii U one. Yeah. I think you could just... Scan an amiibo and it would unlock, right? Yeah. Do I have that right? Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I'm just agreeing. Yeah, with sure. You. Why not? Um, all right. We already did the hashtag and yeah. the other things. So I guess now we're in the chat. Yes. Uh, once I pull it up on my phone because my computer died. We did not have any super chats, though. So, so screw you. Yeah. It's only our 200th episode, guys. I mean, come on. <laughs> <laughs> come on. Uh, we're in your pockets. Yeah. Uh, trying to find i gotta i gotta get i gotta get the new iphone will yeah i i, I i'm will. still rocking a six shut up phone okay shut up phone please uh f- oh, i just have one uh silvar lecker how long do you think we'll have to wait for breath of the wild 2 uh next year no yes no yes because it's uh well first of all the first breath of the wild was two and a half years ago Right. So next year will be three, and it's using the same engine. It is using the same engine, but I mean, I'm not expecting that to come out next year. There's no way. Because how long did it take them to make Breath of the Wild 1? A billion years. Well, they held it. It was done, and then they held it for, I think, a year. 
trying to see how long how long was the development. I think it was four years. But one of the years they held it for. Because the, the thing is, whenever they try to do something like this, they always like overshoot their expectations, just keep adding. Right. And it takes much longer than originally anticipated. I would expect them to keep it. They, they delay Zelda games frequently. Yeah. Uh, but I think this is more akin to something like uh, Majora's Mask, which came out very quickly after Ocarina of Time. Well, that was supposed to come out even faster, but they took too long. Yeah, and delayed it. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, did either of you get the physical version of Celeste for the Switch from Lonely Run? Says Fats420. No. no. Uh, I'm a digital man. I did not get that. I did not get Celeste at all. Uh, Richard C with $2. A penny for every episode. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks, dude. Uh, Fats420 also says the turkey bowl is back at Wawa. And then hashtag Wawa over sheets. I'm going to time them out. Can I Yo, time out that, that's, that's a controversial statement in these neck of the woods. Um, AJ says Breath of the Wild's development was like five and a half years. Okay, so four because because they yeah. held it for one year. Uh, Did you look it up to get the actual? I was starting or? to, but then AJ just said it in the chat. He said like. I mean, I'm sure that's Zelda games enough. always effing get delayed at least once. Yeah. I think they've been working on Breath of the Wild too, and it'll come out late 2020. I yeah. think it'll be late 2020. Uh, Sergio, this, this year was uh, Link's Awakening. Yes. Sergio Arroyo with $2 monies. Thanks. Oh, no, $2 from Bruce, Bruce Patrick. Patrick. Did you hear the November Nintendo Direct rumors? Yes. We talked about that earlier. Uh, there's a lot of like ridiculous speculation. Yeah. Like like just things that are obviously wrong. Uh, but yeah, I think my prediction is next week, probably Wednesday, Nintendo Direct. And then a little bit of information about Pokemon. And then the following week, a yeah. big old info dump on Pokemon. Uh, that dude, what are the chances of a devil's third port from Nintendo to the Switch? Maybe a digital only. I don't know, man. That game was like quickly forgotten. Um, I think that's coming to PC, though. Devil's third. I don't know anything about that game. It's that one where um, Tomono Itagaki, the, the devil... That devil may cry. The dead or alive guy, when he left uh, Tecmo, is going to make this brand new game, and it was that with the bald dude with all the tattoos who plays drums. Plays drums. Yeah, it was like a Wii U action game, but it was terrible. I don't know anything about right. this game. <laughs> uh, uh, Dancy Mira with five dollars. Happy two hundredth episode, fellas. Thank you. Thanks, man. Thanks for the months. Yeah. Tyler Darling, dude, I also play Twin Snakes that much too. We, me and my friend would spend would speed run in different rooms of the house before <laughs> the world speed run, uh, the world speed running existed. Like, I guess the archive, the speed yeah. running archive. I had a friend, Greg, mm -hmm. who would play the original Metal Gear Solid on PS4. He beat it. 18 times because he thought something happened on the 18th time. Yeah, I remember that. He thought you can play as a cyber uh, ninja. Oh. Yeah. Well, it turns out you just need the PC version in order to do that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Fats420. Uh, return to too many games in 2020? Probably. Probably. Too early to tell, but we'd like to be there. <laughs> um, David Easley. Will. Ramble. Will. Drums. Bob. What? <laughs> Yeah, sounds right. Emotep. I was surprised to learn that Outer, Outer Worlds 
was made on the same engine as Horizon Zero Dawn. Really? I'm surprised they're licensing that, licensing that out to uh, people who aren't Sony uh, public Sony developers. Well, developers was the word I'm looking for. Kojima's using it. Right, but he's developing a game for a Sony platform. Yes, but it is going to PC. Now. It is going to PC. Yeah. But Outer Worlds is also on Xbox One. Yes. And is it on Switch? No. Okay. Uh, Ryan Mystery says, Scott the Waz taught me plenty about Devil's Third. Did he do Devil's Third video? He probably did. Guy does a lot. Guy does a lot. Yeah. Um... I don't see any any uh, comments. Uh, Sergio Arroyo. Will, do you like Moon Knight? Yes. Uh, I don't read as much Moon Knight as I would like to, though, but I like Jeff Lemire's run on Moon Knight, and uh, I liked Warren Ellis' run on Moon Knight. And apparently, Brian Michael Bendis had a very good Moon Knight run. AR said, thoughts on Cyberpunk. I haven't seen any new information about it, so if there's any new information, I don't know anything. I think yeah. it's going to be great. I'll give it a try. I, I would love to play it, but I don't know when I'm going to have time to play it. <laughs> when is it out? Next year next year yeah. yeah uh i am stoked for death stranding though i'm not gonna get that game. there's a new trailer today which gives a lot more information about the game yeah it's a, lot, a lot more coherent they yeah. say i have not seen it yet because it is yet. eight minutes long yeah but i'll watch it after this i'm super hyped about it yeah i'm sure it'll be fine <laughs> ryan mystery says are you all staying hydrated yeah i just finished my water yeah my i can't get my water down there because this mic is in my way uh, Castlemania games. I love the Wolf Den show. I love you. Yeah, got good stuff. I recently told my friend to because he's looking to hook up all of his classic systems to like uh, HDTV, and I basically just told him go to Castlemania games and get all these things. So you're welcome for we getting a lot of business. We have an affiliate link. Since when? Give them that. <laughs> all right, he's in Disney World right now. So when he comes back, I'll be like, Yo, Jake, before you buy anything from Castlemania games, use this affiliate link. Uh, whenever our friends uh, ask us about, so, hey, what's that uh, light you have? Or, oh, what's that, uh, what's that detergent you use? We send them Amazon affiliate links. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, we're bad people. Uh, Saeed40 says, Will, would you play a Moon Knight game? Uh, I would. Yeah. It'd have to be a really good game, though. Yeah. Yeah. Imagine Rocksteady made a Moon Knight game. It would just basically be Batman then. That's the problem. Uh, Dat Pandu says, how do you feel about GameStop closing? About the GameStop closing thing. I don't... Well, I, I mean, yeah. I I just assume they're closing every day, but yeah. I don't know if there's any new information. I heard that they're restructuring the stores. Yeah. Um, I feel nothing. <laughs> I don't really care. Because, I mean... There's just no reason to go to GameStop anymore. Yeah. You know, the midnight it, it, releases, that's it. Yeah. And it, it sucks because, you know, it always sucks when a store closes and things like that. Yeah. But I I mean, I go to, I went to GameStop to get my Switch Lite. Yeah. But that's like, it. Maybe Amiibo. You can go anywhere and get a Switch Lite because, you, you know, go to Target and get it. Well, well, I wanted it like, I'll, I will go there for the pre order to, to pre order like hardware. Yeah. You know, to make sure that I get like a special edition or something. Yeah. Um, an amiibo too that's a good it's a good place to pre-order yeah. amiibo um for games you can get them anywhere any big box store you can have games. download them right to your console yes uh 
I mean, the only thing is if a game's like two years old, they might like a big box store might not have it. Yeah. Um, but that's it. I mean, get it online then. Yeah. At that point. All right. Well, I think that's enough. Okay. Thanks for hanging out, guys. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for watching us. Thank you for chatting with us. As always, Wolfden Live is every single Wednesday night at 8 p.m. Eastern right here on YouTube.com slash Wolfden. If you can't make the show for any reason at all, we always put it up as an archive version on Thursday for you to watch on demand whenever you want. If you prefer to listen to us rather than watch us, you could do that as well. We're also an audio podcast on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Spotify, Google Play, and Stitcher. And if you listen to us on any of those platforms, Please be sure to subscribe, rate, and review us because that helps us with placement on those respective stores. Also, if you just want to watch a little bit of this week's Wolf Den Live or maybe send the certain highlights to your buddies, then head on over to Wolf Den Clips where our good friend Eric Henley takes this week's show and cuts it down into bite-sized chunks for your viewing pleasure. That's once again, Wolf Den Clips for the best of this week's Wolf Den Live. I'll be on Twitch tomorrow, twitch.tv slash wolfden. Probably Smash Brothers because I want to practice for the tournament we have this weekend. What, are you yeah. afraid? Are you scared? Nah, I'm not scared. Yeah. I gave you that pants. sword. <laughs> Maybe pissing. I'm not finishing it. Uh, yeah, well, uh, I'll be on Twitch.tv playing Smash Bros. We have a tournament this weekend. Uh, you can sign up at an Excel spreadsheet. That's probably somewhere in our Discord channel. You should join. It. You have to join our Discord if you want to play in the tournament. Yeah. Uh, the winner is going to get a Pokemon Sword and Shield Switch Lite, which I'm realizing now. I want to buy to make a video on. Why? It's just a Switch Lite. I know. I hate. You know what? I always talk trash about other channels that yeah. do that. Will buy a like a like a new hardware of a console. Yeah. Just because it's a different color. Hey, look at the cool color. You should buy a Switch Lite, buy the Pokemon Switch Lite, and just just remake your original Switch Lite video, word for word, beat for beat, shot for shot, but with the Pokemon one. I should pay somebody to CG in the Pokemon Switch Lite and pretend like nothing ever happened. Yeah. Uh, Real quick, we got $2 from VideoPunks. Uh, thoughts on Green Lantern series coming to HBO? It's actually coming to HBO Max. HBO, uh, they AT and T announced the HBO Max last uh, yesterday, like officially, like their upcoming streaming service that'll be fifteen dollars a month, but it'll have like all this crap, including a bunch of DC stuff, including a Green Lantern television show. <gasps> Better be good. I do not. <laughs> I am not subscribing to another streaming service right out the gate, especially one that costs fifteen dollars a month. I do not care. I mean, you could do a lot of great stuff with the Green Lantern television show. I don't have high hopes for it, though. If it's uh, if they put money into it, maybe. But I don't think they're going to put money into it. I got to see Watchmen. That's the next. I, I'm actually into Watchmen. Watchmen is very good. I saw you got a comment. I clicked on your video just to look at some analytics. And yeah. the first comment was somebody was mad at you, I guess, for liking Watchmen. That makes sense. Because, so here's the thing. The same people who are mad at you for not liking the Joker are mad at you for liking Watchmen. That makes a lot of sense, Because actually. apparently it's a yeah. political thing to not like the Joker. Yeah. And it's a political thing to like Watchmen. Yeah. Because uh, it's got, like, so, uh, white supremacists in it. Yeah. Well, yeah. They, and it, God forbid anybody talks about white supremacists. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's got white supremacists and it treats them in a negative light. Who would have thunk? <laughs> if, you, if you don't like the Watchmen TV show because it's too political and it's too left-leaning, then you clearly never read the original Watchmen comic. Or if you did, you didn't pay attention. Well, because- it's because they were these people were too... Uh, they, 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 they didn't live in that time. 
So they didn't get the political. I didn't live in that time, and I get it. But you know that it has political uh, undertones. These people, they just went right over their heads because they have they no idea about. Yeah, their their only experience to Watchmen is probably the Zack Snyder movie, and for what like, and I talked about how I like that movie, but that movie does not get into the politics of Watchmen at all. Right. So it's all like surface level here. So like, you don't really get into like the more leftist leaning views of Alan Moore and Dave Gibbons um, that comes across in the comic and that the show is actually doing a very good job of expressing in a different light. I think it's also important to note, you don't have to agree with the piece of media to like it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Also, you don't have to, just because it has politics in it doesn't mean it's a representation of what's happening in the real world. It's just, it's a fantasiful version of the real well, world. Well, I mean, it, usually if you're going to have politics in a show, it's it's to touch upon something that's happening at that particular time. You know, a lot of times when shows or movies do that, I don't relate it to the real world because it's just such a different world. Like well, Watchmen is such a different world. Right, but I mean, the things that are happening in Watchmen, like the rise of white supremacy, like it's, it's happening here. There's When you were explaining it to me, there are a lot of parallels. Yeah. But... um I'm I'm I want to watch it to see if it's got a good story. I'm not like which it does. I'm not like equating it to how I I'm gonna go live my life. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, no, and it does have a good story, but it's using a hot button issue to add flavor and context to its story. Yeah, which is fine. People can do that. If you if you don't like that, that's okay. But you don't have to attack the people who do like that and are explaining why they like that. And yeah, they don't necessarily like it because it's a commentary on uh, what's happening today. They just like it because it's a good story. I think it's doing a very good job of using its commentary uh, to tell its story as opposed to Joker, which did a very poor job (laughs) of using its commentary to tell its story. But because I think that that makes me an SJW beta cuck who apparently doesn't know anything. Cuck. Yeah. Uh, what was I even? Where? Do we, how do we get here? I don't. I don't even know. We're oh. doing a tournament where we're yeah. giving away a Switch Lite, Pokemon Switch Lite. So uh, you can join the tournament and play Smash Bros. Me and AJ. It's gonna be a fun time having this weekend. Uh, so yeah, I'll be playing Smash Bros. tomorrow. But I guess thanks for hanging out, guys. Uh, I'll see you next time. I gotta go all the way over there now. Yeah. Turn the stream off. So goodbye. Bye.